Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's going on? Y'all know what time it is. This is the Shakedown, East Out Fridays, part of Meet My Fans, and listeners, callers all over the world. I do know that I am late, but I'm always here. So that's what it is. Y'all know what it is. Today we got an action-packed show for you guys. We're going to recap all the action through this week, yesterday's game, things of that nature. Also get you guys predictions, pools, talk about some things. Also the last hour we're going to get into the hip-hop scene, you know, talk about power, talk about BMF, talk about the woo, you know, just things that we normally do on a Friday. But first and foremost, we always get to the line, see who's with us, check in, and, um, yeah, I do got a caller. What's going on? Talk to me. What's happening? All right. Person is on mute right now. They'll bring themselves in whenever they feel like speaking on the show. I was on mute and shit. What's going on? Oh, my, my fault, bro. I was on mute. Right now I'm outside. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get it together. As you can hear a little bit in the background, but I'm going to be steadfast in less than 30 seconds, my guy. So we all know what time it is, man. I want to definitely get into that game. Last night, excitement. Um, you take the prediction pools from everybody if they haven't already given you everything. And um, it's just going to be an action-packed show, bro. So I just can't wait for everybody to start reconnecting, getting on the line, and we can do what we got to do. So first of all, I want to hear your thoughts on last night's game, bro. Please let me know how you felt about last night's game because you did choose Arizona. No, I ain't choose Arizona. You chose, chose Green Bay? Bay? What? Yo, I did not know you chose Green Bay, bro. I could have swore you took Arizona. No, I took Green Bay. So I did I. Talk about it. Well, man, all right, well, first of all, I didn't really watch the whole game in entirety. I was all over the place. <clears throat> but um, I do know the outcome. I do know, like, you know, what was going on. Like, or do it, like, last minute and all that. I just don't know how it ended because the last thing I seen was Green Bay was up by three. And then um, they was marching down the field, but Arizona had stopped them on four downs and got the ball back. After that, I was like, all right, either they going to go down the field and score, win the game, or they going to go down the field, tie the game, or game over, right? And so I'm looking... And I'm still looking at the fantasy shit, and then I just see final. Like, out of nowhere, like, I'm I'm smoking a blunt, and I'm, I'm looking at it, and it says final. And I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell? And then I see y'all tweeting, like, wow, and all this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, man, Arizona lost. That's crazy. I mean, I knew it was going to be a good game. And this is the reason why I asked um, everybody, like, uh, I had something in fantasy, right? This is what I had in fantasy. I got Kenny G. And, like, I got two other wide receivers that is on by. So, 
I was like, should I pick up one of these Arizona wide receivers in Kirk or Green? And everybody was like, yeah, you better pick up Kirk, blah, 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 blah. So I picked up Kirk, and I started him. And um, he only gave me six points, but um, Green gave, he would have gave me about seven, I think, I think. So it wasn't no difference, really. Now, if Kenny G comes out there and plays and then wilds out and have a beast game, then I'm going to be pissed off. But for now, right now, matter of fact, I still could play Kenny G anyway, right? But anyway, um, that was the I whole was thing. Get, I was just going to say, can you put him in the flex, right? I can, I can, I can. Um, I looked at it yet last night. At it was like I was like, all right, he only gave me six points. But I'm like, damn, if Kenny G goes off. But then I looked at it. And right now, I got Ingram in my flex because Kenny G is hurt. So I keep forgetting that fact. Like, I, if Kenny G goes, I am throwing him in there. So, all right, you know, you know, what I mean, it's all good though. But um, yeah, uh, I definitely chose Green Bay, and the only reason why I chose Green Bay, and just being honest, um, for one was because I just felt like the glass shoe had to drop at some point. Like, you y'all can't just be beating up on everybody now. Come on now. Now I can I can imagine or expect it to be if they uh they was whipping on Jacksonville. If they had to play Jacksonville, I definitely would have went Arizona. Right? They 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 playing um Miami or somebody. I'm going you know what I mean, I'm going Zona. But the fact of it was Green Bay, a team that has been hot as well. They haven't lost since the debacle in New Orleans or against New Orleans. So they are hot as well as Arizona. So I said, man, if there's any time that these motherfuckers can lose, got to be this one. So I'm choosing Green Bay. And that's why I went with Green Bay. And I'm glad that it worked out the way it worked out because I needed to catch some ground on these motherfuckers. But, yeah. trying to get his audio right. You know. I'm, I'm, I'm straight now, bro. I just want to just talk about how, right? I want to talk about how. I always think about this. Aaron Rodgers on the big stage with the lights on and what he does. I've never seen this man lose real games on like Thursday night or Monday night football or Sunday night. Whenever this man is in prime time, I know his record has to be possibly impeccable because that's just what it is. And now I'm also going off the fact that I've never seen Kyler Murray in prime time, right? So I looked at it like, is everybody built for this? And we'll find out. Now, I'm not talking about Kyler's play. I'm talking about just Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, yo, you just never count that man out, B. Like, he's always ready. He's always on point. And you never know who his wide receivers are besides, like, Devontae Adams and, of course, like, the Freemans and Jennings and a couple of guys that was there. You know, Cobb was pretty – you know, he was, he, had, he was a star when he was there for the tenure before this one. 
But I'm like, yo, on prime time, that dude is just money, B. So I took the I took the you know, Hall of Fame veteran over the up and coming superstar slash nephew. And I said, you know what, I just think he's gonna put on. And he did, bro. He did exactly what he needed to do. But here's to something that you talk about all the time. I talk about it all the time, but you emphasize it way more than me. See how that running game kept him in the game? We talking about a Hall of Famer, first ballot, no questions asked, probably the second best quarterback in his era, right? If you wanted if, if people want to talk about it. And look how that running game kept him where he needed to be, put him where he needed to be at, and he was able to do what he does. I'm not saying he had a superstar pick spectacular game. The defense played above, you know, above the norm yesterday. They definitely played above the norm, but it came down to him scoring points early and then them giving up points late. And then, of course, that defensive play in the end zone, I don't want to talk about that. It was crazy, but I don't want to talk about that because it will take away from my happiness with Green Bay. So you missed a hell of a game, by the way, just to let you know. And – um. The Knicks won, too, by the way, last night. But we'll get into that later. You know, let me check and see if anybody's on the lines. You know what I mean? So I can let them in or whatever the case may be. It don't seem like anybody else is here with us, right? Just me and you right now? Yep. Yeah. Well. All right. So, yeah, we could chop it. You missed a hell of a game. speak on what you were saying with the running game. Um, I noticed that, but, again, that's. To me, like that's what makes a, a great quarterback great. Like you, that's why I always say, and I always point that out to y'all, which you know I, I get frustrated with y'all when we talk about the greatness of a quarterback and what I value in the greatness of a quarterback and what I say, um, or you know what I say is is great, you know, and um. I always go into the whole thing of I don't care about the numbers. Kirk Cousins throw for five thousand yards all his career, he's still a bum to me. Because he don't have it all upstairs. He's not a winner. He will never win for you. He won't give you no damn Super Bowl. Okay? And if he does, it won't be because of him, it was because the defense was amazing and they relied on that running game. That's the only way that Kirk Cousins will ever win a Super Bowl. So, to me, greatness is not on that. Greatness is not on your numbers. Greatness is can you win when the damn <clears throat> game relies on you? When the when when they say okay um. We need to score a touchdown to win the game. Can we rely on you to come through and win that game? That's what makes a great quarterback to me. So, and to go into this, it's like, all right, if a, if a defense is not allowing you to do what you usually do as a quarterback, well, you have to have it upstairs to say, okay, y'all taking that away? I'm just going to run the ball all day. Let's see y'all try to take that away. 
You can't do both. And if you can do both, then we just suck. So, um, yeah, they take away Rodgers, and what he do? Runs the ball. That's it. Y'all can't stop it, but I'm going to keep on doing it. I don't care if I got 200 yards at, at, to begin the fourth quarter. I don't care. Fuck people's fantasies, all that. I'm going to keep on running the ball and be successful with it. And that's what was going on. Now, like I said, I wasn't watching it entirely, but I was following and I was watching. I seen all that. But All right. So let me just add a little nugget. Here's the thing. Real quick. What I was going to ask you, because you had text right after the game, and you just mentioned it just now, which made me remind me of it. But you said that he is number two in his era. So my question to you is, what what is this era? Is you you talking about a twenty year span? Are we going from two thousand? Yeah, we talking about Are from two thousand to now. Yeah, because okay. quarterbacks, if you look at it right, quarterbacks usually, generally, if they have Hall of Fame careers. In between 14 to 17 years, something of that span. So if you take 17, because Aaron Rodgers has been playing for what now? How long? Hold on. I mean, it's been a minute, bro. I I mean, but um, all right, so my thing is this. All right, so you say you're number two in a 20-year span. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this 20-year span, and a lot of great ones, too. So, I need to know who is your top five then. What is your five in this 20-year span? And we do also have Black Freezy. I got you on the help, E. Black Freezy is with us. Peace to the gods and earths. What's going on, y'all? Peace, God. Peace, God. Let me, yo, Freeze, right before you go, let me just answer this real quick. I want to make sure that I give Shakes what he asked for and the people this answer because they need to hear it. So the 14 to 17 years, right? Um, Black, can you do me a favor, please? Can you pull up Aaron Rodgers' stats? Not his, like, in stats because passing I'm talking about, computer, like, from year, year to year. You feel me? From what year until now has he been playing? If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to go around 2006. That's where I'm going to start with. I'm going to say 206, right, which he's well into 16, 15 years at this point. So, yes, if I'm, I'm counting from 2,000 shakes to right now, right, and to me, I'm giving that to Aaron Rodgers as the second-best quarterback of that era. We all know who the first one is. We all know who number one is. All right, so, and while you was going to look at that, I guess you wasn't listening but my question for you was at, on that. Okay, so who's your top five in this 20-year span then? Oh, you know what? Let's go. I'm with that. Um, We definitely got the GOAT. We got Peyton Manning. We got Aaron Rodgers. That's three. So we got Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. And okay, so hold on. All right, I'm sorry. Right, let's keep that three in mind. But you keep saying, <clears throat> and I, I, you know, me in specifics. But you keep saying 
the GOAT, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Right. And you keep on saying it in that order. Now, I'm not saying that that is your order, but no, I'm saying that, that, when you're you saying it, saying it in that order. And that's the order I'm saying it should be if if I was you, okay? But I'm not you. But go ahead. Five, your top five. So you interrupted me just for me to get that? Okay, so, again, yeah, the goal. Yeah, because you put him at number listen, two, and you should goal, be putting him at number two. Well, go ahead. The GOAT, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. Now, I don't know how long Russ has been playing, but I think this qualifies for 10 years or more, right? So I, I think Russ might have 10 in. I don't know. You feel me? I got to look and check on that because that's what it is. Um, I'm throwing Eli in there, without a doubt. And five, and Drew Brees. Drew Brees is in there. So those are my five. Drew Brees, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. That's where I'm going my last 20 years. I'm not – and it's a reason why I didn't put Big Ben in there. I could have put him in there, but it's a reason why I didn't put him in there. And I threw Eli in there. So it would have it been – it was a torso, so I'm just putting favoritism in there for Eli Manning because it would have been Ben Roethlisberger if we was talking to somebody outside of the Giants fans but I got to go with you. So that's, that's E's five right there. Montana, you on mute? Yeah, 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 I was on mute. Um, All right. But, yeah, 10 years, 10 years for Russell, 32 okay, years then, old. Yeah, then <sighs> – Mm. Then I got it. Nah, I'm going E. That's just it. I'm being I'm being biased. I'm being biased. So you can't if you ask me a real if you be like yo give me your real five then I'm gonna change it. But if we say the five that I'm just giving you right now, I'm going with that. Eli Man uh, and give me your five. And I definitely want to hear Freezy five. Nine one four two zero five five seven nine six is the number to call in. East Out Fridays. Y'all know what time it is. We're chopping it up right now about the top five greatest quarterbacks of this era, meaning there's a twenty year span. So from two thousand to right now, you guys can call in and give us an answer on that. We'll be shortly talking about the game, taking prediction pools, getting into the NBA. And y'all know the last hour of the show, we get into everything, hip-hop and current events. So that's what's up. 917, I'm sorry, 914-205-5796 is the number to call in. All right, bro. So I want to hear your five. Um, in a 20-year span, oof. Um, I'm a, in, in order, I'm going Peyton Manning. All right, yeah, all right. I'm going Peyton Manning one, Brady two, Breeze three. Now it's like four and five is what I'm I'm 
I'm battling with. Um, you know what, man? I might have to do it, man. I mean, I know it's me being biased, but to me, it's really my beliefs on winning um, records. And um and numbers, you know. But numbers go with the records, but just I mean you can have all the numbers but you ain't break no records. You know what I'm saying? Like that to me, like you broke records, that means a lot. Like your name is going to be there for years. That means a lot to me. So um I love what you're doing right now, bro. I just mean to tell you that. And that's, that's why I have to go Eli Manning. You know what I mean? I have to go Let's Eli go. Manning at number Let's four. Go. I have go. to go Eli Manning at number four. Most I have to do it. Points in a season. Yep. Most touchdowns yep. in the fourth quarter in a season. Yep. Feel me? Highest completion percentage in a playoff game. All right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That means a lot, man. You um, And then, uh, whew. I'm going to have to go Russell Wilson if I had to go. I had to go. I'll go with the Russ. So which one did I did not include that you had? You had Brady, you had both the Manning's. You had Breeze. But who was your other one? Um, Aaron Rodgers, right? I had Aaron. Oh, yeah. Drew. Right, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Ah, uh, you know what? Yeah, that's right. Aaron Rodgers versus Russ. Mm. 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 That's tough for me. That's tough for me, but I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to exclude Russ and make him number six, which we ain't, we ain't say six, we say five, but I'm gonna exclude Russ. Yeah, you doing? And I'm gonna have to put Aaron Rodgers there at number five. All right. So yeah. then, if we going six, I'm going Russ. I'm putting Russ right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. All right. Philip Rivers, man, what's going on, man? Yeah, brother, we need you in this talk. Talk to us. Here, you, peace, kid. What did you? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Are you oh, caught up? Conversation here, or what's going on? What are we talking about? What's up? I going to top five that I love. All right, no, nah, all right. So Pete, right? Let me, let me, let me do this. <laughs> nah, the last this. twenty years, bro. <laughs> let me do this, right? So E, Texas, last night, right? He says. Aaron Rodgers is the number two in their era, right? In his era, he's number two to E. And so I immediately thought, like, well, what the fuck is his era? What is his era? Like, what is that, a 20-year span? What is that? What, what, what are we doing here, right? And so I had to ask him. And he said, yeah, about 20 years. Let's go from 2000. All right. 
So my that that led me to say, all right, well, what's your top five? And that era then, from 20 years, from 2000, who's your top five? We just both went through our top five, so what is yours, Black? Ooh. All right. So number one got to be Tom Brady, man. I can't talk no shit about him no more. He, got, he done did it. Um, number two, Peyton Manning. Number three, I'm going to put Drew Brees. Number four, I'll put, I'll put Aaron Rodgers. Number four. Five, that's Ralph. I'm going to put um, either Dangerous or Ben Roethlisberger. You know what? Freezy kept it real. Freezy hey, kept it real. Freezy, Freezy answered without biasness. Now, can we do that? And, and mine was uh, without biasness, too. Like I said, <laughs> that shit really, like, really go high for me. So this high. is why, like, when I look at a a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers like that, like, no, don't get me wrong, they're great, but how many rings you got? Oh, just one? All right. Well, you can't yeah, that's be better. Why four, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, to me, but, um, I have him five. I have Eli at number four. I don't got Eli in there. And, I, and, and, and Freezy, if you want to ask me, unbiased, separating a fan, if somebody I'm said, we're going to pay you 500 to give the right answer, right? Then this would be my answer. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Russ, and Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. If somebody said, I'm going to pay you to give the right answer, mm. right? I got to give the right answer. Can't be biased. But in this, I could be biased. My show, mm. our production, my day, I could be biased. And, you lie, man. And, and, the only, and the thing is, it all goes into what you really value in in your process of greatness. Absolutely. See, like, like, y'all can sit there and be like, oh, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers, but I poop-poop on the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't care about the numbers. I want to know if you, it's all upstairs. Can he win it? Can can we put the team on his back and he carry him and say, okay, don't worry about it. I'm still going to win you this chip. That's what, like, goes high for me. Now, I got Peyton Manning over Brady, but the only reason why is because the records, all the records this dude broke. And I know Tom Brady wrote, broke the ultimate record because he done fucking played damn near to his 50. All right? My man Peyton Man was breaking them records with half the fucking time. Okay? So, I have to put my man Peyton up there over Brady. But I have to put Brady there, like, at number two, even though I don't want to. Because those rings, you just can't deny. I mean, I mean, for me with the Brady thing, the reason why I put him at number one is because 
he went uh, to a whole other team and won it, right? But he didn't do it like how Peyton did it. Needed, I, I swallowed him out there. He he played the game. You know, so he was out there. You know what I mean? Um, he didn't have half an arm either. He's still playing currently. By mm-hmm. the way. Attending, uh, and they say, I mean, shit, he played with the, so the I torn yeah, MCL, yeah, I mean, all that, all that shit. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't believe that, man. Right? I mean, it is what it is on that one. I need to see the x-ray, I mean, the MRI. But the whole situation on, on this right here, yeah, I don't know about that. That's a conspiracy on that one. But the whole, the whole situation with this is that this guy is still consistently proving his worth. To be now, here's the thing. Right, and I'm not poo pooping on that fact. Then if that's what you value, that's what you value. I ain't, I ain't mad at you, player. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, in which my pops, he's a real Brady hater, and I find myself defending Brady against my pops because that's how much my pops hates on him. Right, but. I'm like, the point that he's giving is the reason why I don't really um, subscribe to that whole, he went to a whole other team. My my pop's argument is, yeah, but you, you, he did the smartest thing in the world. Like, you might as well just call him the smartest motherfucking football player ever. You know what I'm saying? Because... You see that the ship is sinking in New England. The ship going down, okay? Mm-hmm. And you say, all right, I want off. But not only do you say, I want off. No, 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 yeah, I want off. But don't send me over there to Cleveland. Don't don't send me to Jacksonville. No, send me to Tampa Bay where they got a line, where they got defense, where they got wide receivers and a tight, three tight ends. Yeah, send me over there. That's where I want to be. And so you go to that, that loaded up team and you win. Okay, awesome. I give you the props for winning. I do, but I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, it was way better than the Peyton Manning shit because he had a full arm, access of the full arm. Like, no, the motherfucker was smart. I'm going to definitely disagree well, with you, but I will well, have his hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. Let me, let me retort on that because here's the thing. Of course he was smart, Shakes, because he had a chance to sit back and watch everybody do it the wrong way. And he didn't want to leave New England. He didn't want to leave New England. He did. He wanted more money. They didn't want to give him the money. It was time. So he still wanted to play. So why not, as smart as you are now, watching all of your peers make these mistakes all the way up to Montana, right, going to Kansas City, he got a chance to watch all of this. Why not do it the right way? Because you have the opportunity to do it the right way. There's a team that is just missing a quarterback. Hmm. Jameis Winston, the number. 
it, 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 fell, it fell all in, it, you know, all of that fell into play, bro. Straight up. It was I, like stars hey, aligned. I'm not really ultimately totally going against you, but what I would say is I disagree on one factor that you said is that they did not want to pay him, and that was the reason why. Now, we can go back in history. We can go back to see what what happened. Or if that's what you're basing on, it, that's fine. I don't remember it like that. I remember he wanted out, and it was either him or Belichick, and they decided to keep Belichick. So they said, fuck a 40-year-old quarterback. We'd rather keep the, co- the coach that's got us here. You going motherfucking wear out in a couple of years. So if you want to make an ultimatum, we choose Parcells, not Parcells, but Belichick. But you sitting there saying it's either me or him, that's on you. You want it out. So that's where I disagree with you. But... We can go ahead. Go on. Yeah. Let me get a, let me get a piece of information in here real quick, Freezy. First off, I look at it like this. Now, Freezy, when you said your peers, I don't know if you was talking about New England or Tampa Bay, so I didn't want to, you know what I mean, say nothing until I no, got that. No, when I say your peers, I mean all quarterbacks in general that left their original team and went to another one. Okay. So that's your argument is being presented where – the great ones that did leave their teams were failures when they left yeah. their team. Gotcha. Right. Meaning as a Brett Favre, um, a Montana Manan. I, I got, I mean, a Mon, I'm sorry, a Montana, you know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm Montana. With you. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and Peyton's greatness didn't come from him spearheading and busting somebody down and showing, like, yo, I still got the gifts. It came from him leaning on the defense and having one of the worst games in his career. Especially on, at that level. You went to level. the right spot too, though. Exactly. So right I'm spot. with you. My my argument is this: Crab legs, nor Fitzpatrick, nor anybody that they had could take them where they needed to be with the roster that had a little bit more with Deshaun Jackson on it at that time, and that defense was exactly the same. They didn't add many pieces before Tom Brady got there. Rob Gronkowski came with him and he brought Antonio Brown with him. That, to me, right there, lets me know you're absolutely the smartest man in the world because you have not only played as a player, but you made GM moves. Like, you came in there and said, Rob is coming through, Antonio's in my crib, and that's a real thing. And when he gets back to himself, we're going to set this thing up and put this machine in motion. It took him to take that team to where they was at, minus Tom Brady, minus Gronkowski, and minus Antonio Brown. And the, and they're nowhere near as potent on offense as they would have been and who would have been their quarterback right now. We have no idea. He took a franchise that was not winning and put them right back where they needed to be at. Yes, he is. Yes, he is the smartest man in the world. Yeah, to me, sorry, bro, he's a goat. <laughs> Happy calling him goat. <laughs> no quitted is that. 
Let's and not talk about how many he's been to. If it wasn't right. for oh Eli, my so God. That's, I understand why, that's why I understand why you would put him in your top five. But like I said, Eli, my top ten. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. You, yo, there's no way in anybody's history that you could mention the greatest players of all time in anything without having his name right in there. Once you be like, yeah, in basketball, you know, it's Michael Jordan. And, you know, in baseball, you know, people will toss it up, you know, to Lou Gehrig and, and Babe Ruth and guys like that, right? They'll just be talking. And then they'll say in hockey, you know, you got like, you know, uh, you got Mario Lemieux, you got, uh, you know, you got uh, guys like Crosby who may be getting up there. And, you know, you could talk about a whole bunch of people, you know, like a couple of people you could throw up in there. Wayne Gretzky, you know, you could talk. But there's no way in the world his name is not going to be mentioned with that sentence right there if not the greatest. He's been to nine Super Bowls, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or ten. Yo, he's been to ten. He lost three. I have to have him number two. That's the reason why I had to, because of them rings, yo. If it wasn't for them rings, man, I would be a hater. And I'm already a hater. I'm, I'm, we, we and that's know, crazy. We know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, I, I, hated, I was an extreme hater. My dad is such a hater of this guy. It makes me a defender. Like, that's just crazy. But, yeah. All right, so moving along in the show right now. Thank you guys for that. Yo, that was dope right there, Um, Jakes. That was dope. That was a dope question right there, man. And I love, you know, I love dope questions, bro. So, um, Freezy, I want to get your take on last night. You know, first off, our Knicks did what they had to do. We'll talk about that in a little while. But I want to get your take on last night's game. You know, what did you see specifically for you that made you be like, oh, okay, Green Bay is for real about this tonight. And also I want you to talk about, because, you know, you guys had a lot to say about Kyler Murray, even though that's my nephew. You had a lot to say about him in last night's performance does he still stay in the same place in your eyes, or he took a little, you know, you got a little, oh, he little something he need to learn, or talk to me. I just want to hear your full thoughts about last night's game. Yeah, I mean, um, Green Bay put the defense with him uh, on the road. So uh, that was interesting to me. Um, I didn't think that defense was going to play as stout as they did. Um, my son, A.J. Dillon, is the real thing if he can hold on to the ball. Uh, I definitely – I want to let y'all know, my son is a real thing, okay? Motherfucker's <laughs> a monster, and he got moves out that motherfucker. Um, so they were they were able to run the ball pretty well with him, with Aaron Jones and him. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting to see them, you know, pretty much uh, spice and dice up the, you know, spice and dice their way up there, especially with uh, Green Bay not having wide receivers, you know, out there. Randall Cobb had a night. Shout out to LRP. Hopefully he started him. Um, Randall Cobb had a night. Uh, one thing I can say about Kyler and them is that it looked like Nuke was a little banged up. It looked like he had a little something. I think he had a hamstring or something was going on with him. But after they they kind of robbed him, and I thought it was I thought they robbed him, but they really didn't because I saw at the end he was controlling his helmet. If he didn't, if he does not close his fingers within his face mask, that's a touchdown. But they wound up scoring anyway. It was a good game, man. I just I think it was a good game. 
um, we were underestimating where I am. I don't know why I'm always underestimating Green Bay. I just want to, I want them to do this with me, dude. But like Shake said yesterday, can't win them all, man. And um, AJ Green, because they drove that ball down. They was coming. We saw it. Um, unfortunately, it was uh, AJ Green and uh, Kyle were off. One on the same page, you know, because I think if he if he's actually in tune, he, he turns around, he's going to box him out and get that ball. He's going to box out Russell, Russell Douglas and score that I truly believe if he if he's in tune. But um, you know, what can you say, man? The better team won, man. Um, can't can't make mistakes, and um, Arizona was making a couple out there. I was making a couple, but it was a great game overall. Yeah, he thought he was the only one that chose Green Bay and shit. Nah, bro, I chose yeah, Green Bay it. too, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you know, it's the three man, it's the three man weave, right? You know, um, Dan C was down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dan C, yep. He put money on it. Word, Dan C put yep. the paper down. Yeah, shout out to Dan C. And I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that we had to come through there. And let you know, no, y'all no longer four and zero, Nancy. I just had to let you know that, you know, what I mean, me and Freezy had to step in there. You feel me last night and get y'all that first loss and let y'all know we hit for real. Yo. We're getting to Nancy. Yo, son, that shit had that was like a heart jerker too, because I'm going back and forth. That shit, they, yo, I'm like, I'm looking at the score, like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yo, it's a heart jerker all the way down to the motherfucking wire, boy. Man, yo, I'm loving the Knicks right now, though. It's like, I ain't going to front, but I, of course you can see them getting tired because they, they was playing high energy the whole damn game. Then these roles coming in, oh, man. Yo, I'm loving the Knicks right now, bro. Motherfucking, um, Audrey Barrett went the fuck off. I mean. He went the fuck off. And, hey, and, and y'all know, y'all know the stance I be taking with the Knicks. But, um. Right. I always I I be rooting, man. I be rooting for the New York teams, and like I like like young teams that's gonna come up young and hungry and shit. And y'all know, like I was really high on R.J. Barrett, still is, and I just felt like it's gonna turn around soon. I I, I thought it was gonna happen last year, which it did. Y'all made it to the playoffs, and you know what I mean Atlanta fucked y'all up, but. You can tell, like, the shit has turned, man. Like, the shit, the tides have turned. And I'm going to say, to me, Thibodeau, man. Thibodeau is a great coach, man. Thibodeau is a great coach. Hibbs. Yeah, yeah, R.J. Parrott. With the struggle face. You say E? That boy, ooh, he's lighting him up. I don't know why I didn't realize he traditionally uh, left-handed. That's what I want to ask y'all as Knicks fans, though. I'm trying to smoke my blunt here. But y'all talking some good shit here. And it's leading me to think about some shit. Which I'm like, do y'all really need to have gone out and got Kemba Walker, though? Yep, we can talk about it after you ask the question. 
Yep. That's it. That's, that's the question. Did y'all really need to go out there and get Kemba Walker? Because yep. to me, I, I, y'all should have relied on Quickly. Okay, let me let me say nah, this. Nah, nah, that's just three. That's, that's beautiful at the bench. The reason why we went out and got Kemba Walker is for the two things that Quickly does not have yet. I give him till next year because you can see his development. Kimber Walker didn't have it when he first came into the league the first two years either, but he developed it. The ability to not turn the ball over late in games and to make the right pass to the right person or shoot the shot when you need necessary. Spacing the floor is the biggest part of winning and losing games in the last two minutes in the NBA. Quickly is good instinctually. He's a hell of a shooter. But his impulsiveness will cause turnovers. Last night, he went straight to the middle of the lane and threw the ball not high enough, and Vucicic took it right from him and went down the court for an easy pass to Lonzo Ball for a dunk. See, Kimball Walker got back in the game. He hit three threes in a five-minute span to keep us up and the lead. See, that's the difference between them. Next year, Emmanuel quickly will have that type of mindset because he's under a coach that will sit him down when he makes minimum mistakes, and he doesn't want to be sat down. He loves to play. His talent keeps him off the floor. His mistakes bring him off. See, Kemba Walker can afford to make mistakes because of his resume, his talent, and his ability to bounce back. Emmanuel quickly. Without Kemba Walker, we are not 4-1. and one. I just need you to know that. And um, I'm going to tell you all something. Like, when it's all said and done, when, like, KD and Kyrie and Harden is all gone in Brooklyn, the man is going to be Cam Thomas. Y'all heard it here first, okay? Cam Thomas will be the man in Brooklyn. He's playing his way past people right now. That, your coach is Steve Nash, right? Nash is getting mad at him. Steve Nash is getting mad at Cam Thomas because he's like, yo, I'm trying to make you feel like a rookie by being a good coach, but your talent is busting through the seams right now. He's playing better than half of the dudes coming off the bench already. It started in preseason, and he did not let up at all. That dude is instant offense. Soon as he get in the game, he is jacking. He don't care about yo. who's there. Yo, he is shoot him up, bang bang. I will. Yo, he don't care about nothing. What? Yep. And when it all cl- when it once it clicks for this kid, it's gonna be. Oh my God, he's gonna be amazing, yo. He's gonna. Yo, be amazing. You know who he? You know who he reminds me of with that? I will shoot. What's his name again? Obey in your face mentality. He reminds Damn, me I'm of a. He reminds Cam me Thomas. of a mix. Cam Thomas. He reminds me of a mix of Dimwitty and D'Angelo Russell. Like his attitude. He don't care. He's like he's like them dudes. Like Dimwitty and D'Angelo Russell. He's putting the buck. You know, he's putting the ball up, and he feel it's good from wherever. Ain't no shot good, not bad, bad for him. He don't care. I'm shooting. Yep. Yep. So you heard it here first, folks, from me 
And my boy E, the children from the Bronx, back me on it. Cam Thomas will be the man in Brooklyn. You'll see. To be honest, I'm going to tell y'all who's doing some things. And whoever got him in the basketball fantasy is feeling real good right now. Jordan Poole is acting fool. For Golden State, Jordan Poole is acting a fool. I don't know what's going on, but he's dead serious. And I'm going to drop a nugget on y'all right now. That kid Green in Houston, okay, just like my boy just talked about Cam Thomas, that boy Green in Houston. Freeze, the floor is yours. Talk about them Knicks, bro. Talk about them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo, son, this is, um, I feel great, man. <laughs> I feel this good about the, yo, I mean, since I was a boy. Pause. I mean, like, damn. Um, yo, man, we got a squad, bro. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure if we get, if we get a big man, what would happen? What do you, what do you think if we would have, if we had got drumming, what do you think what would have happened? I think that he would have slowed the offense down because I'm seeing what he's doing in Philly. He don't look – something's off with him, bro. He don't look as, as yeah, fast. He look, in off in Philly, yeah. he look a little off, man. Like, so I don't know, man. Injury, yo. And that's the one thing yeah. about with me. Like, what drumming for me, like, you can't depend on him. Like, as soon as he gets going, boom, mm. get injured. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, my gosh, because I seen him. I think it was against us. Yeah, I believe that's what I was watching. I was I was watching Brooklyn versus Philly. And that boy was showing off, man. He was doing motherfucking back, backwards passes and all types of stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? I'm like, damn, I should have got him in fantasy. But I thought that they was going to jerk him with the whole MB shit. So I wasn't even looking at him, wasn't even clocking him. Like, nah, fuck, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna do nothing with him. And I'm watching that shit. I'm like, oh lord, I should have got him. Oh man. And then I looked again, motherfucker, not playing this shit. I'm like, oh, that's some bullshit. So, to me, he looking good. It's just that injury bug again, like as usual. Well, he got injured against the Knicks. And, you know, and you know what, Shakes? I'm happy you said that because I didn't know he was injured, but I said something don't look right with him when he was playing against us. Yeah, it was. Now, Embiid is out of shape. Mm-hmm. I just want the world to know that. Embiid is out of shape. He looks flat. You like I hate his Dude, bro, I hate his cockiness. Like, he thinks he's the best big man since big man was invented. Like, what the fuck is your deal? He's definitely top three. Mm-hmm. He's definitely top three. Well, right now, but in the history, like, yo, let him have gone against Shaq. He had no chance. Right. Nah, you know what's so crazy? Embiid would have scored because he would have brought Shaq out to the three-point line and shot jump shots, and he got a handle. So he would have just shot mid-range and jump shots. But that trying to power up into the basket. Yeah, that post? Oh, shit. No. No. Embiid would have been Patrick Ewan would have better handled because that's how Patrick Ewan used to get off. 
better than Ewing, better than Duncan. He needs it. No, no, no. I'm saying he would have been... He would have been Patrick Ewing, meaning that I know what you were saying. No, I'm not. I'm not yeah, saying man. what you like, was wrong. I'm saying for his cockiness, he needs to slow it down, bro. Because you're not, you're not that. But go ahead. Right. I agree. I agree a million percent, wholeheartedly. You're not that, and the reason why we could say that, but it not really be effective towards him. It's because the era that we come from, the big men that we've seen, and we watch basketball when it was a big man's game. So the big men today are totally different than the big men that we are used to. You know what I mean? They more finesse. Absolutely. We come Absolutely. from dudes that was banging. You know what I'm saying? Dudes that was banging that you knew yeah. you was trying to go, try to dunk on one of them, and you was hitting the floor as hard as you jumped off of it, right. unless you were strong enough to power through. Oh, come on, bro. Y'all know what the 90s Knicks would have done to this boy. Y'all fuck out of here. Oh, y'all. I don't want it. None of that. Yeah. Yeah, they they first of all, they would have beat him up in the game and then bruised his chin if he would have got loose out the mouth. <laughs> Oakley, Bonner, Mason, God rest his soul, some boys would have put something on him. Mm-hmm. Detroit, the bad boy Pistons, Rick Mahorn, Bill Lambie and them boys mm-hmm. would have punched him all in his face. Do you dirty, boy. Let him, like let, him, let him go on an interview and be like, you know, I just don't understand why people cannot guard me. They cannot do anything with me. I am the best. <laughs> let him have did that while they was in the ring. What? He said what? that? You would have tuned yeah, in just man. to see them play like that, bro. Yeah, that's how he nah, talk. I ain't say that. Listen, didn't you say like that, though, right there? You can't concentrate on the screen. That's why I'm so disgusted with it, bro. I wouldn't even say that nothing, bro, but this dude is out of line with it. Because can't nobody stop him. No shit. I know, bro. I don't know how many points he had against us. Bro, you misleading the people, B. You look too hot. You're not saying him. Yo, you don't like him, so he misleading? <laughs> he was leaving the people, man. Yo, he didn't do nothing wrong, bro. He just, this is the era yeah, he was born in. Whatever year that was when he was trying this shit, that meme is classic. You got to be more humble than that, bro. You got to be more humble than that. I can see if you beating people up, bro, you know what I'm saying? You bodying people, you feel me? And I'm like, good God, my, I, I can see you You could play in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. But that dude cannot play in the 90s. The dude can't play in the 80s. The fuck out of here. This is the mess. This is the I hear that shit. And to me, he's not even the best big man right now. To me. To me right now, DeMontis Sabonis is the best big man in the game. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Then you can put Carl and Towns in there and all that other shit. But to me, DeMontis Sabonis is the man. That motherfucker get 25 boards a night and getting about 30 points. Can't stop. Can't stop him. The only 
funny thing is, he, he be getting hurt too, motherfucker. Injury, motherfucker. Oh, they be too big, man. I'm, Damn, nestle them. Their ligaments too big, man. Pause. Check real quick. You do know mm-hmm. Ante Tecumpo is considered a big man, right? I just want you to I know don't, that. I don't really consider him a big man. I consider him a because three. Because of you. Oh, nope. Yeah. That man is considered yeah, man. a five, bro. But He's yeah, a five. Like, in today's game, yes. I don't. I don't do that. I don't. <laughs> you got your own feeling about it. Like that's like putting LeBron as a big man now. Like no, bro. Like no, 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 no. I be having a hard time to um consider Zion a fucking big man. You know what I'm saying? But Zion gives me that Barkley feel. You know what I'm saying? That's what Zion gives me. He gives me that Barkley. Like, ah, right, yeah, I mean, I may not be motherfucking seven feet or six ten or nothing that like, but I'm a motherfucking body all you motherfuckers. Like I'm fucking seven three. You know what I'm saying? That's that. That's that mentality. So I, I would say Zion is a big man, but nah, man, nah, nah, nah. Great freak is not no big man. LeBron is not a big man. Durant is not a big man. You need to stop that shit, man. The phrase that you're looking for, Shakes, is called traditional center. That's what you want to say. They're not traditional centers. But we're used to seeing even Even four and fives, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not even traditional four and fives. They are what I consider, yeah, big men. You know what I'm saying? Traditional four and fives is big men. Durant is a three. Greek three, three. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, you know what I mean? Zion is just making a four for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to stop this shit, man. I know it's, it's versatile now, but you, you, y'all got to stop with the consider them as big men, though. Like, that's, that's, that's wrong. It's wrong. Let me plug, let me plug the number right it's now. It's 914-205-5796 is the number to call in. It's East Out Fridays. Y'all know what time it is. We're chopping it up on all things. Right now, we're going to switch tunes and go over to the NFL, and I'm going to get my fellas' thoughts the actual thoughts on what's going on. Now, I don't know if you guys are up to date on injury reports or anything like that, but Freezy normally does us the honors by reading off the injury reports, who's in, who's out, who's drinking out of the water spout, things like that. So, Freeze, if you got that information up, we always appreciate you, brother, for letting us know how lame and limp we are going into Sundays. Well, this time it's a Monday. Hopefully he can pull that up um, because I need to know. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, why are you doing that? But because I need to know um, what's going on with those three players. Um, Are they going to go or not? And those three players did not practice Thursday. But Judge gave a little, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Don't don't count it out type of thing, right? 
And the three players I'm talking about is Kadarius Tony, Saquon Barkley, and Kenny G. All right? So, um, everybody else, um, for the most part, has practiced. Um, of course, they had some other people that was out, too. But we already know them people. It's not going to go. But those are the guys that is, like, on the iffy train. And we like, will they go? Will they not? So I want to know. They said if we really will find out or know something today, if they practice in any capacity today, they might be a go. But if they ain't, they've been held out again today, we can might as well rule them motherfuckers out. So that's why I, I do want to know about that report today. And you know what's crazy? Because normally going into a Monday night game, the Saturday is a Friday, just like the Tuesday is a Wednesday. The Wednesday, the Tuesday would be considered a Wednesday on Monday night games. So you get the extra day of rest, but the and I also thought about that because um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I mean with the win as well. Maybe if we lost, we probably would have had an extra day of practice or whatever. But with the win, with the dub. I'm pretty sure the coach gave them an extra day of rest. So to piggyback off what you're saying, <clears throat> um, Monday rest, Tuesday rest. Now Wednesday becomes Tuesday. Um, Thursday becomes Wednesday. Friday becomes, you know, Thursday. That Things of that nature. So that's, you know, I'm just piggybacking off what you're saying. That's exactly, you know, the thing. So... That's why I'm saying um, Thursday was pretty big, but that was like a Wednesday's practice. Now, today was pretty much a Thursday's practice. Now we get to know, is it going or not? Yeah. And if they don't practice, <clears throat> tomorrow, yeah, they, they pretty I much I think done. that we're going to be suckers about it, though. You know that, Montana? I think that we're going to be complete suckers about it, and we're going to wait till tomorrow and really give a real conversation. Because I bet you if somebody says, okay, so are they playing? Well, they made the progress today. Probably tomorrow's walkthrough. We'll see how these guys feel and if um, they're making flight or not or whatever. So I guarantee something like that will happen. That's just me thinking about how we get down as a team. So, all right, when Freezy is ready, brother, we get the information. Drum roll. This is what it is. Freezy is back with us too. So, yo, yo. All right, brother. So, drum roll. Whenever you're ready. All right. So, my bad. I was over here trying to get my munch on. All right. So, New York Football Giants going into Week Eight. Injury report: Saquon Barkley ankle did not practice. Lorenzo Carter ankle did not. Practice. Nate Edna, we don't give a damn about you, but you did not practice. Kenny Galladay did not practice. Kadarius Tony, ankle, limited practice. Uh, Evan Ingram, calf, limited practice. Danny Shelton, pec, limited. Um, Sterling Shepard, limited practice. My son, Kate, I didn't even know he's on there. Me, limited practice. And Carter Coughlin ankle did not practice. 
Before we um, um before we get really on the happy to hear Darius Tony though. Get, like that's good news there. That's good news there. That's good so news. We're now. gonna we're gonna chop we're gonna chop that up, Montana. I just want to make mm-hmm. sure that the people know that we got Nacho in the box with cheese with us. Nacho, as soon as we done, because Chase is right in the middle of the conversation with Kadarius. The floor is yours, brother. We want to hear all about you picking against your team and them pulling out a victory. And we know, yeah, we know how that go when you pick against your team and they win. But I want to hear your thoughts on that. It was your team that played. And hopefully LL Puig can join us because I would like to hear because his son was playing last night. So, bad shakes. Give me your take on what you was just getting on about the limited practices. I'll give my take and uh, Freezy. And after Freeze, Nacho, the floor is yours. Oh, no, I mean, just saying what I was just saying and went over while he was looking for the information. Um, getting in a practice this today was huge. Um, knowing the indi- indication of if they're going to play or not on Monday. So if they practice in any capacity today, there's still a, a chance that they can go. And if they did not practice, that chances became slimmer for that player to actually go on Monday. So the fact that Kenny G didn't um, practice, um, the fact that Saquon didn't practice, and um, uh, Lorenzo Carter, which is huge, um, did not practice. That's that's huge right there. That says a lot. But Kadarius Tony practicing, that's great news. Um, in any capacity, limited or not, uh, that is great news. And maybe and hopefully he'll be able to go. And I'm thinking, all right, so Corpse will be shut. Slay and Cat. I like that. I like that. That's a lot of yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I'm I'm looking at it like this too. Yeah, yeah I mean I'm there's a lot of over like the people said yeah. right there. Yeah, I'm looking at it like that too. I really think, of course I I think this is going to be the guys we walk into that game with. Regardless to the Lingering injury, I think Tony plays. I think he toughs it out. Slayton is back. Shepard is back. Tony is back. Evan Ingram obviously is going to play. I don't think Galladay plays. I don't think Barkley plays. Everybody else I don't give a damn about personally. Nate Abner, Danny Schell, and I don't care about y'all. You feel me? No disrespect. But y'all haven't been contributing to the point where I should feel bad. Y'all getting paid not to contribute. So I always feel bad for me. But, um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Ross, Pettis, Collins, Johnson, of course. just don't like saying his name. So Collins, Cat, Shep, Slate. I think that's where we at. We got at least five or six guys healthy. All the tight ends are healthy. I don't understand what's going on with Caden Smith. It bothers me, but I won't get into that. So that's it, and I mean, at least he's going to have some weapons to help him out, you know, make some plays above the X's and O's, and, you know, we're going to see how this thing turns out. Please, what you got?
yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can hear me? Yes, sir. You, you? All right, yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah, Shake said it all, man. It was those three players, and um, one of them actually had a limited participation, which is Tony. So, you know, we're going in. We're going in with what we're going in with. with but um, we got, I think we're going to be all right, man. I'm not worried about this one. Kenny Galladay, man, you a whole bum out here. All right? I'm just going to let you know that. You a whole bum. I don't know what's going on with your knees, hips, and your elbows, motherfucker. But you a whole bum out here. 72 million. We're going to need that. But uh, other than that, young Lorenzo Carter setting the edge. That's, you know, that's kind of a thing. But uh, who steps up for Lorenzo? Is it Zimenez? I don't know, bro. Uh, um. I'm keeping it real. Hopefully it could be him. You know what I mean? Hopefully he could just bring a good game because I'm over that kid. No disrespect. Or do they put a little bit of uh, Everson Smith in it? Uh, I mean, let the kid play at this point. He's going to see some time. He's going to see some time. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to start, but you know what I mean? Nah, he ain't going to start, but yeah, he'll see some time. Put the midnight. Yeah. I mean, I want to see more Bernard McKinney, though. Yeah, I'm with that. Right. I don't think he's going nowhere. I'm just glad he's not on the injury report that time. Right. Yeah, I mean, um, should be a little bit more acclimated to the system, um, a little bit more um, into the playbook. Now, I don't think he uh, warrants to have the signal call yet, but warrant to be out in that field more. Hell yeah, get your ass out there, boy. So who's call, who's calling the shot? It was a uh, hey, Crowder still. Yeah, I think I think it was Crowder. Um, I think he has the headset. I think he has the headset. Yeah, I mean, he had it before. My yeah, I think he still has the headset. I just think that his his role I'm was different than what he had. I was saying that shit the whole time. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> Take Crowder. Take Crowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, but man. I just I thought he was going to get it. He didn't have it, man. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't looking, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it ain't, it ain't right. all that. It, it, it ain't, ain't that. Yeah, it's very yeah. funny in the, very many lights. You know what I, I mean? I told you they trust him, man. They trust the kid, man. They trust the ball. We're going to need him to trust the weight room. That's a fact. <laughs> Word. Trust the process, young fella. Word, yo. Man, he get lost in the wash, y'all. That that shit hurts. Yo, it's, it's nothing he, he could do, bro. There's nothing he could do once that because he not no homo. He not thick. He not thick. You know what I mean? He not tree trunk built or nothing like that. Be he not stout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah know, bro. He he lean. Like you know he, what I'm saying? He hot pockets. Not downhill, yeah. man. All right, he hot pockets and lean pockets too. You know what I'm saying? He, he <laughs> yeah, bro. He that. You know what I'm saying? Bubba Gump. But, yo, we, we also got with us our brother LRP. We ain't got no problems in Houston. You know what I mean? Got your brother here. In the building. What's up, brother? How's the audio? Hi, man. Good, bro. Good, bro. Good, 
Uh, but you're in the same position um, against a really good team to go up, you know, six points, give them the opportunity to tie or to win the game with a touchdown, and you go for it. And that's what we wanted as a fan base. We screamed for that all off season, you know, the, the, and we got it. So I'm going to live with what Aaron Rodgers decided to do. And, 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 and of course, this is the one time that uh, the few times that he got to sit on the sideline and watch his defense win him a game. I don't think I've ever come on this show and said, man, it was awesome that Aaron Rodgers wasn't able to pull it out at the end, but then the defense, you know, made up for it, covered for him. To me, that's the scariest fucking thing the NFL could be worried about. Is the defense that'll cover up for Aaron Rodgers' few mistakes. So, ah, man. Uh, it is what it is. You know, I just, you know, I'm going to enjoy my crow because first in the NFL, first in the NFC, I guess it'll be a bittersweet play, play to crow. But uh, I totally discredited and discounted my team. Uh, and I didn't think they would answer the bell uh, to a what I thought on paper and had been an undefeated better team than mine in um, the Arizona Cardinals to, for all, all purposes all year, have been the better team whenever they played someone. And then these gritty games, they've won these games. They're 7-0, and but they're not 7-0 and out there whooping people by 20, 30 points. They've got a few three-point win games, missed field goal games that they won by being gritty and taking these to the wire and doing what they have to do to get that victory. They're still 7-1. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's a we'll see you again type situation with them. But man, it's a, it's good to get the win. But the unexpectedness of my team, I think, is what I'll take away more than anything else. Uh, special teams, uh, that punter, oh my God, it's a weapon. It's, it's a straight up weapon. Uh, and and defense, like I said, just defense being able. It's just, it's just astonishing. I've never, I've never in Aaron Rodgers' career, I think I can count on the, my hand, including last night, how many times I've sat and watched Aaron Rodgers try to go down and either get a field goal or get a touchdown, and then his defense gives it up. And last night it looked like it. I mean, they went 90 fucking four yards, started at their own one. But, you know, on a team that has been – you know, letting everyone Olay pass them for touchdowns to the red zone for the first, you know, six games, these last two games, Washington and this one, the red zone clamps were turned on. So um, just, you know, I was excited that I was wrong, but that's not the right word. I'm just, you know, happy I was proven wrong by my team. But, um, you know, I, 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 it's just hard. It's just hard to sit here and go, man, I, I – I was. It was hard pressed for me to say a team with that many injuries, uh, that many things going on, losing players throughout the game. You know, the, again, Rick, the rookie running back isn't much, but he gets gone through the game. Tanyan's gone through the game. Uh, other guys get hurt. I mean, both sides are getting injured. But man, it was just it, it, it's it's things like that um, that really remind me of the 2010 team. So I just really, you know, like I said. The crow would taste bittersweet, but it's grilling right now because I did not expect my team to win, and, and they proved me wrong. So, But, you know, like in anything, you hope for the worst. Hope for the best and plan for the worst. And that's pretty much what I did, and the hope came through. Good to have hope sometimes when it comes through, I guess. Not your choice. 
Sorry, Shakes. We thinking the same thoughts, bro. That's all. Yeah, we, pretty much. <laughs> LRP, talk about your son. Talk about what you saw. Let us know how you feel, brother. Mine ain't going to be that long, bro. Shit, it game should have been one. Fucking AJ Green turn around. That shit is over. Done deal. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just a mistake on, you know, receive the quarterback not being on the right, on the same page. But it was a good game. It was a great game. You know what I mean? I was just, I, I would add, I guess, you know, just to get, go in depth to it and not cheat nobody, you know. I was surprised at, the, you know, the run game. But to credit Green Bay, you know, they came in with a plan. They came in with a plan and execution. They were down some offensive weapons wide receiver-wise. So, they, you know, that's that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You know what I mean? You, you scheme up, you plan, you create, you execute. You know what I'm saying? You put families put to use. And I think it caught them off guard for a good majority part of the game. They couldn't. They did not have an answer for Dylan. They didn't have an answer for Jones. You know, that one-two punch was, was killing them. You know, it was killing them on drives. They was on the field for a long time. So, but even at the end, even with that, though, you know, the team is stout, and they showed up. They fought back, just came up short at the end. You know, that back shoulder throw was on point, though. That, it wasn't nothing wrong with that throw. There was nothing absolutely wrong with that throw. A.J. Green's a big body. He was taller than that guy. All he had to do was turn around. Couldn't even see him. You know what I mean? Like a little kid trying to see what's going on at the parade. What you doing? What you doing? You know what I mean? Box out, motherfucker. Turn around. Box out. Catch the daggone ball. It was a beautiful back shoulder throw. It was right on time. You know, so... Just bang, bang, you know, stuff happens like that. Awesome play that the Green Bay dude made, you know what I mean, to have that kind of focus and hold on to it and really, like, ice it instead of it being just a dead play so they can try again. I don't I don't know if it was a fourth down. I was asleep. I didn't see it until the next morning. But, um, but yeah, straight like that, man. They fought back. I still believe in my son. Seven and one. No worries. Green Bay, they got themselves one. And it's all good. That's all I got, man. That's all, all right, right. Let me ask you, LLP, because I'm just questions out the ass today. But you see this team really winning the Super Bowl this year? For the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead. Jump off. The Super Bowl. Jump off the bridge, bro. I don't know about winning the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? I don't know about that. You don't believe? I believe that. Yeah, I just think there's still a little maybe two. You still got some young guys, you know what I mean? I, I just don't. I don't see that. I don't see Super Bowl yet. I believe they can, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we all know that they can. But yeah, I, I want to well, they, they, they are. No, you want to red see all this and boast all that? <laughs> My son is gonna be all right. Well, is he gonna win the Super Bowl, man? You better might as well go ahead and take that plunge, LRP. I did it. 
Put the supreme confidence in where you feel yourself at, bro. You know me? Word up. I think Josh Allen is one of them Super Bowl this year. That's me. Mm-hmm. You see, that's how you do it. Okay. Well, let's see. In that case, then why not? I go with the Arizona Bills Super Bowl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No problem. You know what? Air handshake and salute to you, bro. Because we talking that talk now. Feel me? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I know I'm like the evil scientist back here. (laughs) Uh, Because once that shit falls and it falls, y'all know exactly what I'm coming to. Hey, buddy, didn't you say they were going to win the Super Bowl? Hmm? Hmm? That's a long way to the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Hey, that's, a long hey, way. that's why I told you to jump off. Jump off right now. I don't want you to jump off while it's wild card I ain't got no weekend. other contenders. Don't jump yeah, off wild card weekend. weekend. Jump off right now. Jake jumped off with Lamar Jackson. I you already know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Are you scared? Hey. To the Super Bowl? I ain't scared. Yeah, yeah, my... Yo, he jumped off. Last year he jumped off. And I landed on my feet. Last nah, year, the last year I landed away. on my feet. I landed on my face. You know how I was trying to parade and everything, LRP. Like, I was, I was, man, listen. I mean, you know how divers put their feet on the diving boys so they could not fall off, but they got to get right to where they got to get to? <laughs> you was on that. <laughs> you was, yo. You was on the diving board with oh, just no. your feet where they needed to be at, but you jumped off into a pool of alcohol. No, not, not, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no water in the pool, B. Right. No, it was it was it was some liquid in there. It was just alcohol. I fell right on my face, G. Remember that commercial? Don't do drugs. And the right. chick jumped into an empty pool. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Exactly I'm so what happy we got Dan C exactly on this line. Because, Shakes, your premise Yo, nobody's happier than that brother right there. Congratulations to you. Them boys covered the bread oh, and he's got the pickle. I know he happy. And then he put money on the bulls, too. Lost money yeah, we got, that's what we're going to go with yeah. it after this. Let him get his love, though, for Green Bay. Let him get that out. My yeah, bad. My bad. Now, now, you know, now you don't want to talk about what's happening with Green Bay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The floor is yours, yeah, my brother. Yeah, I love it. Okay. In Green Bay, I loved it. Primetime, <laughs> Rodgers followed the followed the guideline, but I feel like they won because Hopkins got hurt and had to be sidelined for a long time. And uh, It was a good game, though. Great game for a Thursday night. Man, it was might be the best game this year so far. Um. But Rodgers showed up and managed what the game the way he had to. Ran a little too hard at the goal line there. I was like, damn, bro, don't get hurt. Kyler was kind of doing the same thing late in the fourth. Trying, he was trying to win it himself. I don't blame him. Better be the ball in my hands. But great, great, great game. And Kyler, to me, goes up a tick for me. You know, uh, his performance was spectacular. It was a hard, hard battle. And losing just makes you 
stronger. You know, now you got one loss in the loss category. You don't have to hear all this undefeated stuff. They got 10 days to think about it. And I, I think they're a solid team on both sides of the ball. And and you know what this also did? Because if they meet in the playoffs, it juices it up. Juices it yeah. up, B. Which, which they should. But we'll see. Long way to get there. But it was an awesome game. And, yeah. The money was great. The Bulls, that wasn't so great. But I thought they were they were down 12, man. I buried that game. I went just to football. And then all of a sudden, my buddy was texting me like, hey, dude, it's close. And I was like, all right. So I got the double TVs going. I was like, oh, man. But props to the Knicks, man. Beat it up. Barrett, man. Barrett. I was texting E. He's, a, he's becoming a man. You know, you got to forget. Come on now. This, Talk about it. These NBA well, with these NBA players, they come in the league so young, you know, you forget their boys still. And now right. he's like, he's he's thicker, stronger, pause, as you guys say. But <laughs> he's playing, he was he was playing man ball. He was playing man ball, and he deed up DeRozan, made him airball it, and that's what you got to do. They're they're a good team. They're fun to watch. I mean, the Bulls and the Knicks, because I'm an East. East Coast lover growing up with Jordan, so I'm always the East and I'm always the NFC guy. So it's just, I mean, Bulls and Knicks going to the wire. That's fun. That's fun basketball, man. Uh, almost as fun as watching the Lakers lose. Almost as fun as that. Really <laughs> hate them Lakers. It's okay. It's With okay, passion, bro. He can. He can listen. He, he can said, continue, you know, continue. in the fantasy. Okay. He was like, as long as I ain't got no Lakers, we good. The thing is with the Lakers, like, I'm I'm fine with LeBron. You know what I mean? I have no problems with him. Actually, when he came to the Lakers, I was I told my buddy, I was like, well, I rooted for LeBron everywhere he went. And I hate the Lakers, but maybe I got to represent the Lakers because I love LeBron. And uh, I was happy he got a title, especially after Kobe you know, passed away, unfortunately. But then you bring in the two guys I hate the most, Carmelo and Westbrook. And now it's just like, man, I got voodoo dolls over here, bro. I hate them so much. <laughs> I don't want to – I know – I've been on record for years saying those two guys will never win a chip. Now they're on the same team trying to get it done with a dream team, losing to, losing to the Thunder getting dunked on, getting ejected like there's hidden oh, rules of basketball. Like there's hidden oh, rules of basketball. Year, you, don't, you, you don't do that. You don't steal the ball and dunk on me. Hey, bro, you ain't got no hardware. I don't, I don't, I don't see how you could enforce invisible rules. Why don't you just uh, have fun in the locker room, bro? Blew it. What do you got, double? He, he had a quadruple double. Really, he had a quintuplet double because he had double-digit turnovers. Love it. <laughs> Oh God, that's funny. Yeah. That is funny. You know, that is hate for real. That uh, is that is how you know you don't like somebody when you say, you know what, I was happy, and then as soon as they got the two players I hate most in the world, and went right in to Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. A little bit equivalent to how I felt about them Spurs that kept winning. 
Now, it's not the same exact thing, but the reason why I hated them so much is because, for one, I hated Duncan. I could not stand watching him. I'd rather watch paint dry than to watch Duncan play basketball. And he was great. He was amazing. But I could not stand that technical bullshit. So, you know what I'm saying? Then... They got even more technical bullshit when they got Tony Parker and Ginobili. I'm like, you these the most boringest players in the fucking world, man. Like, I, I could Walk not stand the Spurs, bro. It was busting ass. You can't say nothing. Every year. <laughs> can't argue. You can't argue with that, though. They got banners. I hate these guys because they got no I hated them. I hated that, man. I hated them winning. Be yeah, sick. These, these, guys, these guys put themselves in the same caliber as players with chips. You guys are fantastic players. You just don't play team ball. You, when it comes down to it, you want the glory. And take it, bro. Take it all the way to the grave with zero chips. I'll be, hauling, I'll be hauling that from the rooftops all my life. <laughs> That's your problem with them. You know what? You know what's crazy though. I'm gonna say yeah, this. because okay, when you sorry when he was on OKC, bro, he should have passed the ball to Durant. That's all he had to do when the games were on the line was to pull the double and get it to Durant because Durant is clutch. He will drain that shit. He's seven foot, stroking threes. But nope. I want the glory. I want the ball. I have a problem with Durant. Yeah. Well, you got a real problem now. He ain't got no rings. <laughs> He was young, though, bro. Nah, he's still the same, bro. Westbrook ain't nothing but Colton taking the ball from Will Smith, throwing that shit, and missing. Straight hair ball. All day. Nah, he is absolutely right about Westbrook, bro. I can't stand him either. And Melo is just a glorified bum. Tell me, Westbrook, if you got that steal. You think Westbrook, if he got that steal coming down 26 points, you don't think he's dunking that ball with authority and flexing? But yet you're going to enforce it on this other team? That, oh, man, you don't do it like that? No, I do it like that. We just came back from a quarter century, bro. Eat it. And I'm going to use your own words against you, Shay. Hey, he doesn't uh, make anybody better. He doesn't make anybody <laughs> better, bro. Who are you talking about when you say that shit? Who does goddamn Melo make better? Nobody. He doesn't make nobody better, ever. And we got lots of tape on him. You only got a couple of years on Daniel Jones. We got years of tape on Melo not making no one. That's not true, bro. If, if Westbrook. Oh, oh, no. I'm not going to say Don't do that. But hold on, hold on, hold on, E. Hold on. I, and you, you got it. You can defend your boys. Oh, yeah, you know I mean, after this, bro. But my thing is with, with Melo is, yo, everywhere this motherfucker went, bro, they turned. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Denver Nuggets drafted them. They was bullshit. They drafted them to go to the playoffs every year after that, right? Of course, they had call and all that. But my point is, they, they turned around. <laughs> go to the motherfucker and you go to New York and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was bullshit, but I was still winning. Okay, 
and it was until the shit got fucked up with Amari Stoudemire, and that's when it was all downhill from there. But wherever the fuck this motherfucker went, it turned. Okay, so I don't want to hear all that, oh, he don't make nobody better. He makes the team better, motherfucker. Go ahead, E. All right. No, he don't. Listen, I'm not going to subscribe to that, bro. I'm a Carmelo Anthony diehard Russell Westbrook. They're in the top ten in my life. Like, think about what I just said, bro. They're in the top ten. Like, I know it's errors, but we talking about life. Yo, them dudes, man, can flat out put the ball in the cup. But do they elevate the team? No. No. Will they get wins? Yes. But can they elevate? No. There's a difference between good players, great players, and Hall of Famers early in their career because you already see it. They're Hall of Famers because of their numbers and their greatness on the basketball court. But as an elevator of a team, no. These dudes are what you call beautiful additional pieces. Without them, you can win. With them, you're better chances of winning. But again, First sentence, without them, without LeBron James, you can't win. Without Michael Jordan, you can't win. Without Kobe Bryant, you can't win. Without James Harden, you can win. And the, but what I would say is... <laughs> The thing that I agree is that Westbrook is the only one that I would probably agree with with y'all is, I mean, wherever he went, it wasn't like they turned around and they started winning. He went to Washington and it was still bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have that same argument that I have with Carmelo or Westbrook. My thing is, is that these guys are special enough to win. So stop hating on him. When he first came to Denver, all right, he was good. And he was going he was a, a ascending. He didn't ascend, but he was ascending. But who did he have with him? He had the dude with the tattoo on his lips, uh, lips on his tat on his neck. He had Chauncey Phillips. That, that he was had, way at the way at the had him in the rookie year. He ain't had him in the second year. Alright? And they turned around. Denver turned around because of him. Nah, it was I the other light skinned dude. It was the other light skinned dude, too. Nah, it wasn't just him. They had a team, bro. They had a team. It wasn't just him. And he played his part. And I admit, that first year he played his part well. But after all the other people got there, he couldn't play with them. He couldn't play with them. He was supposed to elevate when AI got there. When Chauncey got there with the dude with the tattoo uh, lips on his neck, he was supposed to do something with that. He ain't the same. And he did nothing. He ain't the same. He stayed. He stayed where he was. He didn't move up nothing. Those was guys was sunset, done. Bro. You talking about Iverson that was done. 
done. That motherfucker was worrying about a motherfucking alcohol bottle than a basketball at that point. Let's be real. Let's be real. It takes like how you... How you always say, I want winners. I want a winner. What I'm saying is those two guys aren't winners. Let me, let me, let me, They're just let me not, help and I don't even have to quick. root against them. My bad. I don't, I don't I even apologize, have to root against man. them. I, 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 just, I just, Go ahead. What were you saying? I, 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 I am. I was apologizing. My bad. I was just going to say, they're not winners, and it's not like I don't even have to sit down and root against them. I just sit down and watch because I know what's going to happen. Implosion. Because they can't get out of their own way. More so Westbrook than Carmelo. Now Carmelo's in the twilight. He's hitting threes. And he's got a beautiful jump shot, man. It's it's perfect. It's picture look, perfect. Look, look, look. Here, here's but the thing, and, they, I, and, they and I'm out your way, E. I'm out your, I'm out your way, E. But Westbrook being in his 30s now and going home. I spoke about this when they signed him. Going home, okay? Nah, man. He's a more humble dude, bro. He's a more no, humble no, guy. No, no, he's not. Go ahead, E. You got was, it. it. Hold on. Wait. If he was humble. He would come off the bench as the sixth man with the second squad and say, this is how we're going to win. But you think he'll ever do that? Hell no. He would never do that. Why? Ego. Exactly. Now, this is the LRP defense. Are you ready? You said he didn't have no team and he had to wait for them to get there, right? Which you forgot is he had these dudes in his prime pause to help him be first, okay, in the conference, all right, in the Northwest Division, and make it to the playoffs and finish 44 and 38, okay? Kenyon Martin, Marcus Camby, Earl Boykins, Nene Hilario, and Earl Watson, all right? Don't forget who he had with him. And you should understand because Kenya Martin was in his prime when he left him. Because he just, he just left and he just um, was getting busy and he came from the Nets after that. So don't act like you don't know that. And Marcus Camby was still doing what he had to do. And Earl Boykins at that time was the top ten point guard in the NBA. I know it sounds crazy, but go look it up. Earl Boykins was getting busy. And, Little man Tate. And uh, you know LeBron James had. Eric Snow and the squad that he had and did more with that. Vinny Truly is, or whatever his name you was. You know what I'm saying? Slavish uh, All I'm saying is is that Ricky Carmelo is a dope player. Carmelo is a dope player. But he Absolutely. is not where people make him. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm, I'm being, it's a lot of hyperbole when I call him trash and old bum. You know what I mean? I'm just. That's just me getting under people's skin because I know people love Melo. But he's a dope player, but the stratosphere that they put him on was always wrong. Always. You know why? You always. Know, you know what it Melo is? Baltimore you know what it is, bro? He's a prolific scorer in this league, and he's done it consistently throughout his career. You very seldomly see him have horrible games. He shows up, bro, and that's, his, that's why he's number nine on the all-time scoring list. I know longevity plays into that, but you got to make the baskets because I know a lot of 19-year players that ain't nowhere near 
ninth on the scoring list and were prolific scorers. Vince Carter, Grant Hill, and they ain't nowhere near that. So, yo, he's a, that's what puts him where he is, LRP, that prolific and scoring. Saying, if you want to use that to your advantage, he should be straight Danny Green style. You know what I'm saying? Just hang out on the outside, you know, but he's a liability on defense when you do that. So when you put when you put in that type of, you know, putting him in the the long list of players, when we have these conversations, you can't put him in there because just like Harden, he's a liability, and you can't just factor it off of one thing with the scoring, which he has. Now to Shake's defense, this is when it got real. 2008, when they finished first in the Western Conference with a 54-28 and 28 record. It was Mello, Birdman, Dante Jones, Jawan Howard, Kenyon Martin, Marcus Camby, Allen Iverson, Nene Hilario, Rolando Blackman, J.R. Smith, and Chauncey Billups. So they was getting busy. And that's when I think I'll they took you. the Lakers to the Western Conference semifinals. And they had an actual yeah. lead on them. We all know what happened after that. Exactly. I have more of a problem with Westbrook, Westbrook than Melo. Be more stand up. What's up, Melo? I can't stand Westbrook. Man. Yeah, fuck him all the way. You know what I mean? I know he's a dog and the rabbit Wolverine going up and down the court and this, that, and the third. Well, say that's a modern day turnover yesterday. He's a modern day Oscar Robinson. That's cool. I like that triple double, man. I can't argue against that. But he ain't a winner. I could just, oh, just yeah, I don't great. know. Yeah. I'm sitting on the couch, I just see it. Like I'm like, I don't see you winning anything. I just don't. And don't even get me yeah. started on the outfits. The outfits. Oh, oh don't get that tells, on that that tells me you're crazy, bro. Absolutely. I think that dude showed up as a a, a black a and white tail one day. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the He looked like a lampshade, bro. That's like, not funny, man. That's not even funny. That's not cute. That's not I don't know what you're doing, bro. I don't know what you're doing. You're you're a whole clown out here. You know what I'm saying? All to try to I don't who are you even standing for? Cuz you're not riding for nobody. It's not like you got, you know what I'm saying? I wrote ride with these people. Like, what are you doing it for? You're just doing it to do it, which makes it even more whack. Fuck out of here. I just, need I, know, I just need to know why you're wearing the shirts. This is me asking West, Russell Westbrook if you're listening. I need to know why you're wearing shirts with the Wolverine rips by the nipples. I, I, I don't understand what's going on. I'm not disrespecting you. I would like to ask you that question. I would say at this point in the T-shirt fabric, you just feel you need ventilation right here, just right here. You don't need a V-neck or nothing. This is this is where you feel the rips should be, and that, that I, I just need to understand that. I don't I don't get it. I know it's fashion since crazy. You walking around with dresses on and leather leather skirts. You know what I'm saying? But that's so, crazy. The only thing the only thing that would make sense is if he said I have a five hundred thousand dollar or a million dollar arrangement with a with a uh, clothing company, and they they dress me for my pregames. Then I'd be like, oh, okay. and you know what's crazy? This that's his a- clothing line too. 
the rip the rip t-shirt by the nipple and the ankle and the ankle pants because they're not high waters they ankle pants because they snap around your ankle those are his that's his clothing line See the floozy wear that's what the fuck it is it's floozy wear you look like a whole floozy out here fucking get your life together i don't give a damn you know and you dance is right okay if you got a contract with a, a company and they you know every time you wear something crazy they chit-ching in your bank account. I can't say nothing about that. Get your money, dog, you know. But, but, you look like a whole floozy out here, and you need to know that. You need That's to know that. That shit ain't fly. You ain't fly, bro. You ain't fly. Yeah, yeah we keeping it tall because ain't nobody walking around fly, talking about street. Uh, we yeah. keeping it tall right now, too, because ain't nobody walking around talking about, yo, I got some Westbrook's on. I ain't never hear nobody say that. So, yo, just to let it be known, we have left the live portion of the show. We thank you for listening, for calling. You have to download this part of the episode, obviously. But uh, we want to thank everybody for listening in and calling in. The ratings this week were very, very high. I've been checking the frequency. Nobody has had a taper off or a dip off. The downloads have been happening, and the listeners have been listening. So tell a friend to tell a friend. Because we back here again on Monday. Y'all know what time it is. And that'll be the pregame. And that'll be Montana Mondays when we go and chop it up about our nervous feelings and thought processes and see who are those that are sipping the Kool-Aid, actually. Because the pitcher will be on the table. Just make sure you don't knock it over because you will get hurt. Y'all know what time it is. So now we in the uh, downloadable portion, brothers. Let's talk about it all. Talk to me. What's happening? The Darius Tony is, I love his presence. We need to get his presence on more. Subtract, <laughs> subtract Daniel with the ums and the ums and the ums. But Darius Tony, that yeah. dude said, don't, don't nobody like nobody around here. <laughs> don't nobody, don't no, nobody like nobody. Everybody like everybody around. <laughs> Oh, that's, man, it was classic. Definitely entertaining, yeah. It was super entertaining. And then he looked at a dude, dude asked him a question. He just sat and he thought about it for a second. You could tell he was thinking. And then he kind of gave him a side fatherly look, like, you really want me to answer this question, huh? <laughs> okay, well, here you go. <laughs> man, I love that dude. Do you guys think he plays? Okay, I'm going to pray. It's good that he practiced on a limited basis today. Mm-hmm. Because that means that they yeah, get a that, chance to say good practice or participate tomorrow if he does. Yeah, but with the game being on Monday, a limited practice on Friday only bodes well for a guy going into the game. If it was Sunday, I think you'd have more of a – especially if it was Sunday in an early game, even with the limited practice, it'd still be 50-50 for me. But I think with Monday, in limited, like he was doing before I just interrupted him, he will do a full participation tomorrow. And then Sunday, of course, is the, is the you know, walkthrough, and they'll come in on Monday, strong ways to go. I think Kadarius Tony is a go for Monday. I got a question for everybody on the line. We talk a lot of stats and facts. Um in, in here, and we talk all this, you know, um, you know what to do in what certain situations, what the analytics say, but uh, a big part of the game is mentally, 
Um, we all we all know that uh, there are players that we just don't know how, uh, but in the biggest situations they just turn it on, um, and that's a mental aspect. Uh, in this game, can we say that the New York Giants come in with no mental? I want to say pylons or shoulders or there's nothing that says New York Giants need to come in this game and have to win this game. They already are not they, like they already talked about as if they're the bottom of their division right now and the way that they play. There's just nothing that they have to, you know, it, it's not win or lose or go home or nothing like that. For the Chiefs, if they lose this game, most likely they're not making the playoffs. I don't give a shit what we talking about. Like, this mentally might be a game where New York comes out with the mindset of all 53, like, hey, I don't give a shit. We supposed to lose. Let's just play our fucking hearts out. I get everyone plays their hearts out every week. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's a little mental edge players get sometimes. We've seen it. When a team goes in and they're – they are already 10-point dogs. They're not expected to win. They're going on the road in prime time. And the other team has every single bit of the pressure, every single bit. They, they can't lose. They're already under 500. They, they, their division is running away with them when they were supposed to be the top dog in the team. This game, I think, may have more of a mental ability, more impact, mentally impactful game than I think others will because of that. I think right now when we look at both teams, we take out the anomalies of Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. That team is unhealthy, and they don't they don't have much of anything to throw at you. And they have been showing that they, they're not willing to give what defenses are giving them. They're always trying to, you know, prove people wrong and take the big shot and go go for the, the jugular even if they're losing and the underneath is available. And this team doesn't get that and they I don't think they ever will because that's not their style or MO. They're balls to the walls, pedal to the metal, we don't slow down for nothing. And it's being now a detriment when you have all those instruments. So all that being said, was that bullshit on the mental or do we really think that maybe there could be a slight edge for the Giants not having to worry about anything? Because page six is going to look the same as page six looks the last couple of years if they lose. So what the fuck's the difference? Can I go first? Silence says that I can go first. So I want to say no. Uh, um, and the reason why is because this – coaching staff, and I'm going to preface what I'm about to say by going a little bit around the corner. So I'm going to go out, but I'm going to come right on back in. You know what I'm talking about. When it came to Tom Coughlin and these kind of games, and it came to, like, road warrior type shit, you know, us against the world, I I, I, I have the feeling or the belief that that was created by the culture that Tom Coughlin created, which trickled down to the emotions and then the passion of the players really taking on that mystique and really shining through it. I don't see that in this coaching staff. I don't see that in this coach. I think he everything is scientific to him. Just with Garrett, 
it's supposed to work this way because you drew it up this way, and, this, and, and we did this experiment a thousand times, and a thousand times out of a thousand times it's supposed to work. You know what I'm saying? And it's all about fundamentals. It's all about, you know, this, that, and the third. And I don't, I don't feel that, that passion part, you know what I mean, that, that third window that nobody talks about, that third tank. You know what I'm saying? So just off on the surface, no, to answer the question. And, it was, and it's because of that reason, if that made any sense. I have to disagree. Um, I think what he's saying um, owes a lot. Like it happens a lot in the NFL, and I'm not saying that you're saying that it doesn't, but you're saying for this team it won't happen. I know what you're saying, so don't get it twisted. But what I'm saying is it becomes a desperation for these players. It comes a desperation for the Chiefs that, oh, my gosh, we got to make these plays. Oh, my gosh, we got to be uh, playing at an all-time high. We can't have a down game, right? That's the desperation. Where the Giants don't have a desperation is what Nacho's saying. We don't have that. We don't have that. We must, we must, we must. Everybody's looking at us like we're not. It's like no nobody is counting us to win this game at all. They're probably even in the offices saying, I don't think we, we got a shot at this. So with that mantra, as a player, that's disrespectful to sit there and account me out before I even play the game. So, yeah, I'm going to come out and I'm a beast mode. And I want to whip these dudes' ass and I want to stick it to every last one of y'all that said we cannot win. And that is the mantra that a lot of these teams take. And I think the Giants will take this Monday. So I disagree with you, LRP. That's cool. That's cool. I just, you know, when we went in to face those Patriots after having that, um, when they were undefeated, and even throughout that whole playoff after that, you know what I mean, it was like we snatched people's hearts. I don't see the players. I don't even see, what you know, the kind of players that we have that have the ability to snatch somebody's heart. You know what I'm saying? They ain't scared. They get thrown around. Our offensive line get thrown around. Now, I do agree with on the Chiefs' side, and I get out the way after this and let everybody else chime in, but on the Chiefs' side, I do agree with that part. They, there is a mental part for them, a desperation saying that, all right, we got to get this stuff together. Giants are coming in. We should be able to get our stuff on track with these guys coming in. But what I'm saying on our side, I don't see us having those, those uh, straight hands, those tucks those, you know, um, deals and sneeze and whatnot, you know what I mean, to come in there and say, we're going to snatch your heart because you're afraid we – your livelihood depends on you whipping leadership. our ass, and I don't think you're going to move me. Leadership is what you're saying. Um, leadership and, 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 and taking accountability for what you're saying right. on the field. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. We don't have that. You're right. Uh, well, actually – I wouldn't even say that, though. I wouldn't even say that. It's hard to find that, I would say. But 
if certain players play like Kadarius Tony, he has it. Um, Shep, he has it. Um, Saquon Barkley has it, but he won't be out there. You know what I mean? Or hopefully he could be, but not not looking too good. But um, Blake Martinez has it. He's not gone. He's not there. <laughs> but um, you know, so we do have some players that you know we we have them. It's just like a lot of them ain't playing right now. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Go ahead, E. I'm out the way, bro. I'm out the way, too. You know when you expect your friends to talk longer, but they don't? <laughs> Damn, just one I, old man. I was expecting, man. Right, uh-huh. I was expecting more from you. You feel me disappointed? I think we look but, long, um, long. And we have up here, man. We 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 both got this shit. All right, we're going. Yeah, yeah. Black Freezy, Black Freezy says me. Yeah, right. You feel me, like, guy, hey, brother? It's open forum <laughs> right now, man. It's a downloadable portion. Like, let's just talk about it all. You feel me? It's whatever right now. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, shit, y'all, gonna, y'all about to have it in a bit. Cause I tell you this real quick. Whoever picks this motherfucking 745 to 6 in the morning shift, they motherfucking nutcase. I'm not doing this shit for this child ever again. I don't care where she going. I'm not filling in for her. This shit is ridiculous, bro. I'm not driving here at no goddamn 7 o'clock on no Friday night. I hope she get her weight up because she need a better schedule or uh, more goddamn seniority. Shit, I'm a, a six in the morning to two motherfucker. I don't do this. She lucky I need the bread. I'm I'm ready to go. I'll buy you some time, E, if you want. I'll take it. I'll take the silence as LRP as golden. So when I look at the game. <clears throat> I'm going to look at it from two perspectives. One, we'll start off with me as a Giants fan. I look at it as they're struggling. Something doesn't seem right over there in Kansas City. Um, hopefully, we have nothing to lose, really, right? Let's, let's try and win a game, steal it from them. It's possible. As a Giants fan, I think it's possible. It's Monday night. I'm going to watch all the games Sunday, chop it up with my buddies, go, go to work Monday, listen to you guys, then we got the game. I'm going to be feeling great before it. But then now I'm going to take it from the perspective of the real perspective of outsider looking in. This is a get right game. Okay. This has got the get right game written all over it. It's in Kansas city. It's on Monday night. Everybody played. You're the last game of the week. Everyone's been talking all week from first take to get up to, um, good morning football to every radio show across the nation has been talking about what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes. And he's probably playing hurt. I mean, dude, been concussed a couple of times. He's hyperextended his knee. Last, he, I don't know if he ever had that get-right surgery from his knee the other time. And he's been hearing it too. So I fully expect um, us to get dusted, really. I think, it, I think it'll, you know, I think if we 
the Giants fans in us will <clears throat> feel like we have a chance for about the first quarter, and then the Chiefs are going to show that they're the Chiefs, and they're going to have a, a whole tribe full of red in that stadium where they've set records before the 12th man came out of nowhere and joined the bandwagon on decibel levels. It's going to be loud and crazy in there. And it's the middle of the country where no one gives a shit. So it's going to be wild. Probably going to be false starting like a mofo. Daniel Jones is going to be trying to change the play at the line like he has been, which we're all proud of. But in a, in a hostile environment, it's going to be hard to do. So, this is really, to me, more the coaching staff. What I expect now, reversing back to as a fan, what I expect is being competitive. What do I mean by being competitive? Um, fighting hard, running the ball up the gut, like we've all said, power. Um, giving it to Daniel when, when you've sold the run a few times, then he takes it to the outside, he slides. Like smart football. This is... This is a game for the coaching staff. To me, they're all on display. This is their job interview. Do you want me to believe? Because I know this team is battered with injuries, and they have the deck stacked against them going against they, – they've been at the Super Bowl the last two years. So I don't expect you guys to win, but what I do expect is the social heart, to fight, to outthink, go for it on fourth down when you're near the 50. Don't punt and play a chess game. We ain't playing chess here. Show me you can play checkers, Judge. And the coaching staff is who I'm judging right here with their play calling, with their scheme, and everything. Because the fact is, if we beat the Chiefs, Joe Judge ain't going nowhere. I damn doubt DG's going anywhere. So with beating the Chiefs comes us married to this franchise, the way they're running it, into the foreseeable future. You know, they're, they're going to think what they're doing is working. So show me it really is working, is what I what I think. Mm. I I think discipline is going to play a lot of part in this game, and I'm hoping that the coach has them prepared and ready. For that, especially the offensive line, they are going to have to be disciplined. I ain't saying, like, they got to sit there and keep a clean pocket, open holes like the Red Sea, none of that. But be disciplined. Because this is the game where, like, with this, what Dan C. said made me think about with the offensive line, these false starts. You know what I'm saying? Um, all the damn penalties, um, illegal formation, all that shit, all that shit takes account and is detrimental to your fucking drive the whole game. You can be on a roll. You can be sitting there. You got two, three first downs. And then, motherfucking false start. Now you got a fucking first and fifteen that you got to climb your whole. I mean, your way out of. It's too much. So I'm gonna just. I, I need the discipline to be there against this team. I think if if they play disciplined ball, they can win this game, man. You know, I just want to 
puts a little sprinkles on that, Shakes. But the discipline needs to be on the coaching staff, though. I know the players need to get the false starts, but when you see Daniel Jones approaching the line, we've all seen it. He's he's starting to change the plays, which is something Shakes loves. He's changing the plays, but the clock's getting away from him. That's where if you watch a McVay, a Belichick, um, some coaches are spinning my mind, but if you watch the prime coaches, they they see the clock just like the quarterback, and they could see it that he don't have it yet. He don't have the right protection. We're not set. Timeout. Call it from the sideline. Like tell the ref, get over here. I'm, a, I'm I might call a timeout if if we can't get these switches in. That's what I want to see. Things like that. At least trying. Don't go to halftime with a timeout in your pocket. What's that doing? I, I don't understand it. Push, I never understand. Push your either. presence. You know what I mean? I like so, you got two timeouts, and there's a minute forty-eight left, and we're driving. Like you and can't Daniel's take switching the play. Call it. That's what I want to see. Call it. Let's reassess this. Let's reassess this. Or come out. We got third and short. Come out in a run formation. You know you got thirty-eight seconds, thirty-five seconds. Okay, come on. Act like you're switching some stuff. Show them the run. Show them the run. Show them the run. Call timeout. Say, hey, this is what they're showing us. Now we're going to come out in the same run package but we have these audibles to us we got the flat whatever it is just show me some coaching mechanics and some switches like this is where i want to see you play the game i don't expect you to win but i I, if you get blown out and you look horrible thrown to the flats going three and out three and out three and out i'm going to semi be happy because it's exactly what i expected from this squad that that we're just not there yet and we need to blow it up because i can't do this the rest of my life Hey, E, what um, what was we talking about yesterday that we said we was going to talk about today? I had asked you something or said something to you, and you said you wanted to go ahead and give you a take on tomorrow. Matter of fact, I told you don't don't answer me right now, but later. I just can't remember what I asked you. If you can recall. He's still, he probably still occupied over there. Wanting us to kill the air time. Well, once he get back, I guess he'll answer that. But, um, other than that, anything else in entertainment? Uh... Any entertainment-wise, because I spoke about um, I spoke about BMF and um, the Wu series on yesterday's episode while you was gone, LRP. I'm not sure if I wanted you to talk about one of them. Matter of fact, yeah, the Wu, I believe. Hell, but I can't talk about it no more now. They got me back up at, at the plantation, so. <laughs> he's covering. He's covering for Susan, man. Word. Oh, yeah, he's covering for Susan. <laughs> for real. So, I'm, I'm out the box. Sure, I got me a whole bunch of coffee though. I ain't slept since yesterday. It's gonna be interesting tonight. I hope nobody right. calls with too many problems. All right, my poor fellas. <clears throat> I just stepped away for a second to get prepared. For the plantation myself, y'all know how Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays is for me. Thursdays, 
But, um, Chase, what were you saying? I heard you say something about yesterday. We were, we were talking about something, and you was asking Yeah, I had something. asked you something yesterday, and I, I can't recall. But I yeah, was what like, was younger. the, what was the, um, what was no, the premise? Was it on the pool? Was it on movies? Was it on basketball? Uh, I, don't I think we already talked about the war and everything. Yeah, we talked about the war. We talked about BMF. Yeah, I just remember that I asked you something, and then we was, I was like, no, you ain't got to answer it right now. But, and then you was like, yeah, I'm going to get my take on it on on, on um, East Isle Fridays or whatever. And we left it at that, but I just can't remember what it was. You know what's so crazy? While we talking about nothing, it's going to come up. While we just, like, chopping it up, rather, because we always talk about something. But while we just chopping it, then we're going to both remember probably when the episode ends, like, oh, and then I'll just get my take on it on Monday. Because we're going to, one of us going to remember. That's a fact. That's a fact. That shit is burning a hole in my brain right now. Right, that's what you know. Whenever you're thinking about two things and you're trying to talk at the same time, it just don't work out for you. You sound crazy. crazy. You be thinking about crazy. one thing, like, yeah, hey, you know, for real though. And I was thinking about like you. I got you. Yeah, like you, you. your mind is just all over the place. All over the place. But no, that's the fact, bro. We gon' we definitely gonna figure it out, bro. It is what it is. Trust me, it's gonna come up. Like I said, I was going through the categories just now. Football? Was it about basketball? You know, it'll come up. It'll come up. But um, I didn't speak on my Knicks yet. Dan, see, I'm sorry about the money it cost you, but you should have bet with the best and forgot about the rest. You know what I mean? And that's how that goes sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I am proud of your situation because me, you, and Shakes are the only three who picked the uh, Green Bay Packers, and it worked out in our favor. Thanks to last second plays. You know what's crazy, man? I was thinking about didn't that same thing happen in the Super Bowl in Arizona, right? It did, that was that was in Arizona, right? Yeah, am I mistaken? I know somebody else knows if I'm not mistaken. I just want to make sure I'm not mistaken. I I believe I'm a, a thousand percent accurate that that situation with Marshawn Lynch didn't get the ball and Russell Wilson threw it and Malcolm Butler intercepted it, it was in Arizona. No, that was, yeah. the, um, that was the New York Super Bowl, I think. Nah, they they won the New York Super Bowl because they blew Denver out. Oh, yeah, you're right. But it was a different kind of play. That was a slant play. Yeah, I'm just saying down in that. I'm just saying the similarities and the, the you know the, the end of them. Yeah. They, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's crazy that those those Arizona Stadium is famous for the most famous plays like that, right? Either Hail Mary or that right there. So, Man. shout out to. Arizona, Arizona with the um, helmet catch too. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like that's yo, oh, it's it's crazy. Yes, they was in Tempe, right? When we played that Super Bowl. I believe so. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you that that's that that stadium got some memorable moments, man. That's a fact. 
We got any boxing matches coming up or nothing? What's going on out here? Yeah, Canelo, Canelo gets into the ring tomorrow, bro. First time I'm going for him to actually win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like the way that dude is talking and acting, B. The one he fighting against, he's spitting mm-hmm. and all that, talking about his wife. How you going to fuck his wife and all that? Like, nah, you don't. You going too far, fam. It's time for you to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see him hurt that dude. Like, you don't do that, man. I don't care who you are, bro. You don't act like that. Word. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> no, I don't care who you are, be. You, you, don't, you don't talk like that, man. You talk, I spit in your face and fuck your wife and take your kids and put them on my lap. Like, come on, fam. Why are you, why are you doing all that? That, that, ain't, that ain't cool. That ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Then Danny was up there. Word. Was it about All-American? I don't think it was. Oh, yeah, bro. I was asking you, did, is that the same kid? I asked you. I remember asking you that. You said no. Uh, I love that series, though, man. That series is real, man. Yeah. Definitely, if y'all ain't caught up to that, go ahead and catch yourself up to All-American. They got all the other seasons on Netflix, and um, the new season just came out. So if you ain't up to it, catch up, and then go ahead and get on to the new season. But, um, uh, well, I'm going to say we got power. Power Book 2, Tariq Joint, the ghost one. That's coming out November 20th. So that means BMF is on this last few weeks. So I'm definitely going to be glued to my TV screen, seeing what happens with Lamar and them. Um, Woo is done. Yo, can I just say this, Jay? I mean, if, tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to live to the next season. I don't know, man. I, I want I want him to be biblically crucified, brother. Soon. Okay. There for a minute. He probably gonna be there for a good two seasons. <sighs> No, you just don't want to hear the truth. Ah. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, a lot of character, though. Yeah, I mean, a lot of character. Yeah, he, 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 he pisses you off, bro. He pisses you off. I don't care who you are. You know who Lamar is. He really do. <laughs> Yo, you know, you know who pisses me off, too, though? His baby mom's, B. Like, let's talk about the kind of ratchet she is, bro. We never brought her up. So far, yo, she's a ratchet, B. Switching up on dudes like it ain't no tomorrow. You feel me? Daughter all confused. Come on, bro. You see how happy she was to see me? Right. So me. But daddy said he's supposed to be here, though, but I don't know. It's gonna... right. She ain't even cry when she went. When, as soon as she was like, meet you at our daughter, she didn't cry. <laughs> Word up. What you mean, meet you at our daughter? That's a fact. She ain't cried nothing. Only time she cried but, is, is after on. the fact that she didn't. But like, all right, so let's point out some of the ratchet. 
know what I mean? Not one ratchet, you know what I'm saying? After he done told you, I right, Meech got a daughter, like you said, she ain't cry. Okay, what do you mean, Meech got a daughter? All right, that's cool, you know what I'm saying? One ratchet, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's a nigga that you fucking or whatever. Right. So, you know, all right, well, you know what I mean? She got a rapport with him. She should be all right, but what the fuck? Why Why? Why do he has her? All right, that's one, right? But number two, though, when Lamar asks him, Okay, well, where does the nigga live? She doesn't even know where the nigga lives at. Somewhere uptown. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Talk about you know damn well. If you wifey, you know where mom stay at. If you, if you a bucket, you don't know. <laughs> All right? <laughs> you don't know. You won't know. You will know the Let's facility, about it. but you if, won't listen, know where. <laughs> if you an appointment, you don't know nothing about any addresses around your living space. Mm-hmm. You're an appointment. You don't mm-hmm. know when the 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 appointments on the docket are being taken place. Just know you best to be home at the time allotted when I arrive <laughs> and leave. You understand? You don't get a conversation in between. I arrive, then I leave. Do your job. Because obviously you do do your job because I'm there appointment at least once or twice a week on the appointment. So you do your job. But don't get above station. And don't ask anything in between. Right. I'm in here. I'm out of here. I've got to know some time to do. I'm putting on some more rest. Uh, third one. You know what I mean, it ain't not in order. But these are the shits that I noticed. So third one. Meech is banging your back out. The mob knocks on your door. You is looking behind your back every five seconds to see if Meech is going to walk behind you. You're like, all right, what are you doing here? Whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, blah-blah-blah. Get rid of this man quickly. Okay? Get him out of there. Don't tell Meech at all. This is the ratchetness. Don't tell Meech at all. Nah, don't mention it. Mm Mm-mm. She just motherfucking kisses this nigga goodnight and sends him about his way. Now, number four, Ratchet. Okay? After you done fussed this man, Lamar, out and wowed him out for going to the school to see your daughter and all that, after all this, you finally do let the motherfucker see his child. All it takes is for this motherfucker to give you a motherfucking uh, necklace and the drawers come right on down. A nasty little trinket, too. A nasty little trinket. It wasn't even real. It wasn't built for nothing. Nothing. You took that to the pawn shop four times less than the value. A nasty little DMX chain. It wasn't worth it. 
So, I mean, I'm just noticing all these little ratchetnesses in this, from this chick. And then, uh, let me finish it off with the number five. Number five. All right, we got five ratchetness from this goddamn chick, which is, um, what is it, Asian doll? China doll? Whatever doll her name is. But, yeah. Um, number five, right? Um, what did she do here? Uh, I believe, my theory, my conspiracy shit, that dude that's limping around, that got shot in the ankle, that took the beating, that said, man, you got this malnutrition motherfucker beating me up. That guy, I believe, is really the shorty's father. Every time that he comes around the shorty, he always asking her, Is y'all good? Y'all good? You all right? Yeah, we good. We good over here, man. Every time he sees her, it's like he has a protection thing about her. Then, when Meech presented him with this shit like, Look, you go home and bring her home safe. You the hero now. He was so eager after all the whipping he just took to not say nothing. You are so eager to bring that girl home that you just give it up now. You just give up all the information. I give it all up just to bring that girl home. I'm telling you, there's something with it. I think he's really the father. That's my theory. I'm going to say shout-outs to you, and let me say something. I'm going to say shout-outs to you and my lady, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I heard the same thing. I thought the same thing, but I backed up off it. I didn't stay with it. As soon as I said, yo, that might be a pops, B. I left it alone, never thought about it again, so I cannot take a credit for something that I dropped. I dropped the rock. You passed it to me, fakes, and I was like, yo, I quit. So I can't get credit for the last shot in the team winning. Ball hit your chest. I do get a ring. I do get a ring because I'm down. But I ain't, I'm I'm not getting no credit doing this. You and the, the smarter lady in my life could have it. Yo, I'm starting to believe, Shakes. I'm starting to realize and I'm beginning to believe. Yo, I think that's her dad too, bro. After y'all two. Y'all two, I said it, let it go, and y'all two said, well, that's on you because I'm staying with and sticking with my theory. Y'all might be right. Y'all might be right. And I hope I, y'all are right so I could be like, dang, man, next time I'm going to stay with my gut. Straight up. Straight I up, love this bro. Man, I love it. I love it, man. Yo, you know what's crazy? I like the song. The song that the song that comes on for it. The fifty is on fire. Yeah, yeah. All of them is good, man. I mean, even the one with the raisin cane and shit was good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
Um, he on fire right now, man. And um, the last thing I will say about this shit, the whole power universe, and including the BMF in the power universe, because I feel like that is another extension. It's like a cousin, you know what I'm saying, of the power book universe. But, um, like, when he first brought out power, it was all like, oh, man, I can't wait to season two. You know what I'm saying? Like, when is season two coming out? And season two took, like, hella fucking long, bro. Especially for a fan that, you know what I mean, that, like me, is a fanatic with it. And just, like, I, I want more. I want more. Feed me more. Feed me more, right? And um, it takes so long for these seasons to come back along. You're like, oh, man, that we got to wait a whole fucking year? Oh, man, that shit ain't coming back until June? So what he's doing now... I love it because, for one, it's not oversaturating something. Because you can always you can have too much of something where it's like, all right, it's dead now. You know what I'm saying? You just run its course. But with this shit, you know what I'm saying, we got so many different storylines and so many different other shit that it's not getting repetitive. So our brains are not sitting there seeing the same shit. It's, just, it's absorbing Similar shit, but in a different aspect. So it's just keeping us glued. And how he's having it is all year around now. So there is no, oh, man, we got to wait till June. Oh, man, we got to wait till May. Oh, man, that's bullshit. Nah. We got to wait till this series is over to get to the next series to get to the next series. It's just all year long, but it's not going to have you where you're like, damn, man, I'm I'm, I'm disinterested now. It's too much. I have seen too much of this shit. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with this shit anymore. It gives everybody the time to be creative and all that other shit. Make it right, get it right, and all these other shits to get it right. So I love what 50 is doing. He's the fucking man. Um, it's a cancer thing, baby. I'm going to tell you what pissed you off. You ready? I'm going to tell you what pisses you off, and you're going to start laughing like you always do. It's the fact that these seasons are already finished. Motherfucker, why you keep making us wait for something when they're already done? Ain't like you're filming. You need more time. Season's already complete. Stop trying to break shit up and make us wait for something that we already know is there. But that's the smartest part about it, right? You don't give an addict all that they want. You give them a little bit by the time to make them keep coming back. Right. What <laughs> the episode is done, nigga? Put on 12. You know how you be, you be counting numbers for a nigga. I watch five. Put on six. Word. Nah, you got to go back to episode five, bro. You got to see that shit. But, yeah, that's man, like, he's, he's killing it, man. Killing it, man. And that shit makes me even want to go back to the original power just to see, like, I mean, because, like, damn, what the fuck did I miss in that power and shit? Make sure that I'm on top or, or what's going on. Because you, you miss sometimes. You miss things, and, um, you know, it, it may be something that pops up in this series that you could have picked up in in the original power that, you know what I mean, you like, Oh, I should have seen that shit coming. But instead, you know what I'm saying, like, you 
you forgot about it. So to me, like, that's why, I, you know, I like to go back and watch these things. Like, let me go back and see what's, you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, man, he's beasting, man. He's beasting. Um, Snowfall, I think, don't come back out to 2022. But I think it's, like, February or March or something like that. So even though it seemed like far away, Snowfall will be coming soon. And, um, what else, man? Um, I ain't gonna lie, right? I'm not even gonna hold y'all, man. I'm a little reluctant to say it. But the show, Queens, on ABC, with Eve, Natari Norton, and, um, um, it's a Puerto Rican chick, but it's somebody else I'm thinking. I can't think about right now. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Um. Ah, oh, fuck. Eve Natari Norton. And Brandy. And Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. They got a new show out on ABC called Queens. And... Look, man, I'm going to tell you, man, try it. Just try it. Just check it out. Just check it out. Don't make me seem like I'm the only one that's crazy. All right? I think it's a great series, man. Now, let me, let me put this out there for the people, though. I was also... I'm also a person that liked Empire, right? I was into the Empire thing. So just putting that for y'all, that is the type of person that I am. So for for me to say that this episode, I mean, this series is good, it's not far off what I'm, you know, my entertainment. I like that type of thing. So it's in that realm. Okay, I'm telling y'all right now, it's in the empire realm, but it's different. It take a different turn. It's, ain't no. Fr- <laughs> Don't take away our show. All right, it ain't no. <laughs> it ain't no uh, gay guy in the series as a one of the main characters. Okay. So it's not that. But they do have some LGBTQ shit in it. You already know that is the way of the world today. But I'm telling y'all, it's good. Try it out. Check it out. If y'all don't like it, come on and say, yo, that shit was trash, bro. All right, fine. You know what I mean? You don't like it. Okay. But try it. That's my, my assumption, my synopsis. Try that show. Try it. It's pretty good. Um, anything else? Uh, Titans is over, so y'all catch up on that, man. That was a good. That's pretty good. Um, season is over. Can't wait. Hopefully, I think they are coming back for another season. And for the ladies out there, cause I, I'd be watching this shit too, though. 
because I'm a big fan of Issa Rae, man. Shout out to Issa Rae. Insecure's new season is back. Check that out, too, for all the females out there, all the ladies. And um, anybody that likes Issa Rae, man, because she, that's a powerful black woman to me, man. I love her creativity. Shout out to Issa Rae. I think I'm done with the entertainment part, man. I think I done gave out all my shit that I wanted to tell the people to go ahead and check out and all that other good shit. It's a few more series that I'm 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 on right now, but I ain't I put it out to the people though. But yeah, man, good time in T V, good time in entertainment. They trying to distract us for something. Usual shit. There's a show I am forgetting about, though. Not sure I can. Oh, that's right. Boom. The last OG has a new season as well. Peep that shit out, too. I'm not sure how many of y'all are Tracy Morgan fans, but Brooklyn in the house. I think that's the final 10 minutes, man. Um, I think my boy getting ready for work. So uh, I'm going to just go ahead and give me a closing statement out there. Dancy, are you still here? All right, I think Dancy gone. LRP. I know you at work, but you want to give a closing statement before we get up out of here. I'm not sure who's still with us anyway, but I'm just calling out names here and shit. Okay, I guess we alone. I guess I'm alone. All right, so for one, this is my closing statement, man. We need to play discipline football out there. And just... Play with house money, man. You know what I mean? Just go out there and just play like you was a kid again. Like Nacho, Dancy, we all talked about. Don't nobody expect us to win this shit. So we can come out and just play, man. Just play. And one thing is that I look at and it, it goes to what um, we was talking about a little bit earlier as well with the leadership thing. We don't have many um, winners, like people that came from juggernaut um, schools like Alabama where it's expected to win or you win the national championships. We don't have many players like that. The one that's at our, you know I mean, at the lead right now is from Duke. and ain't never win shit. So, nah, man, we don't have winners 
on this squad. We don't have a lot of players that know what it takes to win or expect it. Why you to gotta win. say it that hard, bro? <laughs> Huh? Why you gotta say it that hard? That's, you ain't never win. That's the, <laughs> the facts. You know what I'm saying? They never won nothing. You know what I mean? So they don't know what it takes or how how to win. And the coaches ain't helping them. And they ain't never won nothing. You know what I mean? So this is the product that we got right now. Because we don't have those winners, man. We don't have that. You know what I mean? Like, I think, um, what was it? Dan C was speaking of earlier. I don't want, or maybe a P, I'm not sure. But, um, just saying, like, I think it was LRP. But, we don't have that, those players that just gonna say, alright, man, back against the wall. Let's go out here, motherfucking fight. It's hard to find that on this squad. It's hard to find that. So hopefully we'll have that spark in Kadarius Tony. Hopefully he'll be able to play out there. Hopefully we'll have some people that we're not expecting to play and have them back out there on Monday. Um, Glad. That's the one time that I'm happy that we do have the Monday night game because then we got the extra day to sit there and get ready or get our players back. And if they don't come back for Monday game, it's looking good for them to come back against Vegas, right? So good shit, man. Um, it's been a great week for the Shakedown crew, man. Great shows. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And um, this was definitely not an exception. It was a great show, hosted by my boy Edith Chose one from the Bronx. Um, just going to get ready for these fantasy matchups, trying to whip everybody's ass like I usually do. And that's about it, man. Um, let's go next. Yo, real, real quick, um, have you guys been monitor monitoring the numbers like I have with the downloads and everything? When you right. have it, man, go, go, yeah, go take a look at that, bro. Go take a look at that. We are approaching 400,000 downloads. Mm. So shout out to the fans, shout out to the listeners, shout out to the callers, shout out to the people who just download the show. Thank you for sticking with us every single day. And when we can't put on a show, which won't possibly be anytime soon ever again, we want to thank you for those times because people do jump shit. We want to thank you for being a part of our crew and for making it happen, man. We love you. We can't say it enough. We will be having things that we give away. We will be having the website up and running again. We will be having a bunch of things coming you guys' way. But stay loyal, stay faithful, and stay with us because there's no other place like home. So, yo, we thank you guys, man. Shout-outs to you guys, the fans. 400,000 downloads approaching. Love the way you said that, bro. I wish I can provide more, but y'all said enough. So, y'all have a good weekend, man. I'm going to go ahead and disconnect. But uh, have a good weekend. Enjoy the games. I'll let y'all on Monday. Pray for me tonight. Christ, I haven't slept. I'm about to cry. <laughs> I'm about to cry. <laughs> I 
That's rough, bro. God bless you. Anything else, E? Nah, man. We get um. Ain't nobody got no closings Friday, man. Everybody enjoy your weekend. God bless you all. Pray for LRP and myself, cause it's time to go into the plantation. And overnight is never an easy thing, especially when you've been up all day. Doesn't matter. Different animal. It's over you, all of you third shift workers. Shout outs to you, cause y'all know what we're talking about. Hey, bro. I'll um text you throughout the night to keep giving you some support and checking in. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Gotta help out. Same, same, same to you. No doubt. So we'll be back on Montana Mondays slash pregame show. Y'all join us for that. Y'all have a great weekend. Y'all be safe out there. Always use rubber, man. Wash your ass and wash your hands. Okay. Like we always say around this time, we don't expect y'all to agree with us, but we damn sure expect y'all to understand. Understand? So don't get shook up because we keep shit live. This the shakedown rep of New York Giants on that drive for five. And we out of there. Takes away either chose one from the Bronx. Yo, you just been shook by the shakedown. And we out of here. Peace. One, good night. Y'all be safe out there. Wash your ass and wash your hands. In that order. Oh, hell no. <laughs> touch your ass and you touch my hands after that. We getting into a fight. I just need you to know that. Wash your ass. Wash your hands. <laughs> How many years nice. we've been friends, brothers? Hey, that ain't it. I'm telling you that now. Wash your hands and try to shake my hands. We going through something. I just need you to know. <laughs> Good night.